Welcome back to Tenzin's Podcast. I'm Neil Driver, and I'm sitting in the Kingdom Motorsports Studio, and I have Adam Nielsen, my co-host, sitting across from me, and it's the new year. It will be. It will. It is. It will it have is. been. It is. It will have been. I went to bed before midnight. I definitely did not leave my house. Oh, I'm probably for sure not leaving my house. It's supposed to be bitterly cold and Ass. snowing. Yeah, no, I'm not going anywhere. Forget that. Yeah. I haven't gone anywhere for like... Years? Since I bought this house. Yeah. <laughs> I don't... I don't... Well, once. We went to one New Year's party and left at 11. Because everyone else went to the bars and we're like... Let's just... I'm let's running just, a really go good home. streak of being asleep before midnight. Yeah, you've done that for years. And I don't want to own it. <laughs> now is not a good time to start. I... It's usually shortly after midnight. I just... Even even like when in college, the last place I wanted to be on New Year's was at the fucking bars. There's too many people. It's, people oh, there's gross. there's cover, and then you're shoulder to shoulder, and that's loud. So forget that. No, I'm out. I don't get it either. New New Year's is a holiday I don't really celebrate. I don't do I I don't I don't do shit. Speaking, for it. speaking of bars, Robbie, we're gonna really digress really fast. Good. Okay. Love it. I came up with a brilliant business plan. And I know that we always talk about how we shouldn't share our business plans on the podcast, but here I am. Go for it. Are you ready for this? I'm sitting down. Apparently there's a, this already exists and I'm a little upset by it, but I still think it's a really good idea. Okay. Laundromat bar. So you go and get your clothes. You wash so your you clothes. So you like go in there and there's like a laundromat and a bar. Yes. You're like, you're washing and drying clothes and drinking beer. It's brilliant. Right. I'm going to call it Scrub-A-Pub Dub. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that seems to be like a way to make a business work. It's like, we want to do this. I think it would really go up. off well in like a college area. Yeah. It, or like any downtown area that like an like a apartment. Yeah. You got to be in a place that's apartment heavy. Yep. Yeah. Know, but, a, like, college kids would be like, yeah, I could go, go wash to, a load of clothes and get a beer. Yeah. Then, then you're for sure getting your laundry done more than once a semester. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, if you do, like, a every third load you do, you get a free beer. Oh, man, that'd be great. Just to encourage, you know, clean living, Robbie. I like it. I have a, I have a, root, or I have a co-worker who is... is known to be a bar man, right? Okay. And I told him this today. He said, yeah, that's brilliant. And I said, we'll go in together, but you run the laundromat and I run the bar. And he's like, well, that doesn't make any sense. And I was like, doesn't it though? And he's like, you know what? That's actually, you're right. Yeah. yeah. You, no, you're right. <laughs> you don't want to buy your drugs from a drug doer. You want to buy your drugs from a drug dealer. Right. So, so I he would, runs the laundromat. Yep. I mean, not that I don't wash my clothes. Let's not get this twisted. (laughs) Because I can already see where this is going. But he runs the laundromat. I'll run the bar. Yes. You're not going to make any drunken mistakes. Well, we got to, I mean, we got to stay on the right side of making money here. Which I think you will. Thin margins. Yeah. Probably. I don't know. Bars make money, hammer fist, I assume. Yeah. Right? I don't know. We'll get like, I'll figure out a way to like, can't you put alcohol in? Don't they make like little pods now? Like Tide Pods? Yeah. For like eating? But they're like alcohol. Like you can get a, like bourbon and stuff like that in a little pod that you pop in your mouth and it melts and then you get a shot. Uh, yeah, I think that's, that's how we'll, that's the only way we'll serve <laughs> shots. 
Genius. I'll probably kill somebody because they'll get drunk enough and then accidentally and consume a Tide Pod. Yeah. What's that? The different colors. It's fine. Well, I just it, it's not B Y O S. Yeah. You can't bring your own soap. No, you got to buy laundry it there. detergent. Yeah, things. you got to buy it there. That way, I, we keep the Tide Pods out for safety. <laughs> for safety. Yeah, it just—it's it, all in the machine. You just put the quarters in and push right. the button. Right, and like laundry mats are loud, but bars are loud too, so it's fine. Yeah, it won't—it won't be any louder than a regular bar. Right, exactly. I think this—this will work. It's brilliant. Yeah, I mean, every 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 business now downtown is just like we're going to do this, but we need to make money. We're adding a bar. <laughs> we want a trampoline park. No, no. We we need to make money. We gotta have a liquor. We're license. adding a bar. Yep. So now it's Smash Park. So it's it's got right. it's got a liquor license. Didn't the go kart track here in town get a liquor license? I haven't been there. I feel like you yeah. can buy beers there. Probably that's probably why they're still open. I mean, it's is it smart? It's probably no. business smart, but it's like <laughs> it's not a, smart. At at least, I, I'll say go karts. You're it's pretty safe, and you got a helmet on. But yes, only sell beer. It's kind of discouraged. Don't yeah. sell hard liquor. You don't need a liquor license, then. Oh no! No. Oh, okay. I don't think so. I'm not a business major, but, but I'm, like that, I'm pretty sure. it's it's harder to get so drunk you're dangerous at a go kart track with beer. With beer, like you can Take. only you know like the amount of alcohol you're consuming in the time frame you have. I feel like Dalton has proven that otherwise at Grid Life. He takes it pretty. <laughs> he takes his drive. So like, oh no, I'm not talking about the driving part. Credit, just, the, just the drinking beer. Part. I know, but credit where credit is due. Like when Dalton, so like at Alpine Festival, yes, which you didn't go to with, with us this I c- year. I couldn't be bothered. That's fine. Whatever. You didn't miss that much. Honestly, <laughs> the, the music lineup was garbage. Adam, they said it was the best one they ever had. Uh, Jabe, it's with this team, Adam, on this one. So I don't even want to hear it. Um, but uh, like. The car was running. He was getting in laps. Things were going well. So, like, he didn't drink to excess. No. But then, like, mid-Ohio... Car breaks. It was a different story. Yes. Yeah. Well, Midiv's the same way. Like, he doesn't really drink much at Midiv. Right. He's, you know, credit where credit is due. Yeah. When he knows he has to get up early the next morning and and uh, has to wake up sober... So, you know what they should do? Sunday Cup needs to go first every morning. Well, at the rate we're going, we're not far off of Sunday Cup having its own heat. I mean, sweet. It's going to be ridiculous. <laughs> I like it. I like Sunday it a lot. Sunday Cup is out of control. There's like how GLTC many, say, how many drivers. drivers. There's like GLTC drivers. Are like, you know what? This is a lot of fucking work. Like, yeah. maybe I'll just do the Sunday Cup thing instead. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. There's like a billion GLTC drivers in 2022, it looks like. Yeah. Craziness. Yeah. It's a lot of drivers. Yeah. There's going to be some disappointed people. Yeah. Every every event's going to sell out. We, this isn't the predictions episode, but we'll get there. But I'm just saying. I don't, I don't know if that's true. Every Midwest event is going to sell out. Grid Life is not notoriously, or oh. historically does not do well at new tracks the first year. Right. And there's a lot of new tracks on the calendar this year. I think... Like, Heartland Park is going to be off the hook this year. Yes, it is. Off the not, hook. Not on. Completely no. off. Off the hook. Jimmy was Jimmy. Jimmy was Jimmy. <laughs> yep. 
Well, I mean, even the number of drivers that bought for Coda already. Yeah, crazy. Fucking insane. But like the first year, they barely made it. Like <laughs> Any, uh, they may barely made a full heat. Yep. And this year it's going to be. I mean, you could pack a lot of cars because what is it like fifty cars a mile that they're doing now? No, it's twenty five cars a mile. Twenty five cars a mile. I think so. Oof, that's going to be tough on Lime Rock. Lime Rock's like one point three miles long or something like I know. that. <laughs> It'll be like twenty eight cars. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I think Lime Rock's for sure selling out. Oh yeah, you that'll be Gold Pass only. Yes. Probably for the time attack too. Yeah, probably. So, but should we stop delaying and? Yeah, do what do we what do we have here, Adam? I don't this is the, know, on with Robbie. This, this is the opener presented well, by. I mean, it kind of is. It kind of is. We got. We're just gonna do stuff today. Yeah, we're doing like, stuff. I, we got a bunch of things. It's the end of the year. We're f- phoning it in. Not really. <laughs> I mean, I'm here. I'm gonna yeah, phone that in. Uh, Katie wanted me to. But if no, we. It's very important for the fans, Adam. They appreciate when having an infant is tough. Having two kids is tough. So, Honestly, or so I'm told. Barely, like, hardly even exists anymore. Like, he just <laughs> handles himself. Well, that's good. You give him a hot dog every once in a while, and he's fine. But the infant, needy, less so. Ah, kids these days, yeah. so needy. Yeah, you're telling me. <laughs> you don't even know, Robbie. I don't. I don't know. Uh, but if you need uh, anything like uh, custom furniture. Railings. If you need to get caged, railed, factfabrication.com. Uh, Booney's Booney will hook you up. I bet he makes like a sweet uh, baby crib. Like a wrought iron baby. That would be super dangerous. No, it'd be fine. No, because like, I mean, I didn't care, but like, apparently you got to put padding on every fucking surface. No, you just, don't. So work. I don't know. She's not in one anyway. It doesn't matter. Because uh, she's too small for that still. But anyway, somebody shipped me this. I don't know who you are, mystery person. I apparently need to stop giving out my address to random strangers uh, because now it's starting to get out of hand. But somebody who, either on purpose or not on purpose, did not claim this, sent me a 12-pack of seltzer water from a company called Miracle Seltzer, who I'm pretty sure is a division of Liquid Death. Uh, their website tells you nothing. I looked. But there is a Liquid Death uh, Grim Reaper logo. There's no, like, there's nothing that points you towards. See, if I do, oh, damn it. If I do contact, it pulls up an email. But if you go, there's like, there's no about section. There's no link to... There's no address. There's no information whatsoever on this can. Yep, Miracle All Seltzer. it says on it, it's a miracle. Do not waste it. Brought to you by House of Miracles, LLC. I'm that's pretty it. sure... Doesn't, it doesn't say where. But that's the Liquid Death logo, isn't it? That, I, I that th- Grim Reaper? I thought so. But like, there's no there's no connection on their website. There's a Pickle Rick section, but that's I think that's a special edition... Seltzer. Is that pickle flavored seltzer water? I don't think it is. I just think it's pickle Rick from Yeah, from, from Rick, Rick and Morty. Morty. It'd be hilarious if they had pickle flavored seltzer water. I'd drink that. That would be weird. I don't, it doesn't, yeah, anyway, I don't know. Somebody sent this to me. I'm pretty sure it's just straight essentially club soda. Uh, so we'll open it up and take a swig of it, but it's probably going to be hot garbage. It's pure carbonated water. That's yeah. it. Zeroes all the way down on the on the Nutritional facts. You can buy a 12-pack for $18, and you can pay with PayPal. It's not exactly cheap. No, it's not. That's more than a dollar a can. That means somebody cares about us enough to send us. Oh, yeah. Here, here, 
Yeah, get it right up. Oh, yeah. 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 That was crisp. That was good. All right, now we got to drink it. Oh, so gross. I don't get it. It's not bad. No, it has a weird aftertaste. No, it, no, it doesn't. It's not that bad. It's not... What's, what's the one I don't like? It's not nearly as bubbly as some of the others. Yeah, the really bubbly one I don't like that everyone does. Uh, what was that garbage Perrier. stuff? I don't like that. Does Perrier... Is that the one I don't like? I don't remember. It's probably... I don't remember. Yeah. I'm not, with I don't... Well, you can have the other ten. I'll drink them. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to the store. I'm going to buy some limeade. I'm going to take a swig of it and then pour a bunch of limeade in it, and I'm going to drink it. Just put Mate Mio in there. No, I want limeade. I'm sure they make a limeade Mio. No, Booney Booney brought. I know. He I does know. that. He takes yeah, this. He I takes know. limeade and this, and now I'm I'm hooked. It's good. Just drink the limeade, Robbie. But it's not sparkling. I need it to sparkle. There's a raspberry lemonade Mountain Dew right now that I haven't tried yet. That sounds delightful. Pretty sure I've had that, and it's delicious. It sounds delightful. That's like the raspberry lemonade um, oh. Sunkiss. I think it is. It's good. Why do people send us carbonated things to drink on a podcast? Because I don't want to get dehydrated. Yeah, but now we're going to be all burpy. Yeah. Maybe a little bit. Yeah, it's carbonated, Robbie. (laughs) It's straight water and carbon. (laughs) That's not how that works. It's carbonated. It's it's carbon. It's carbon. It's just like... Straight carbon fiber water. It's carbon fiber water. (laughs) Uh, it enhances perception. It does it transcends it lower consciousness. your brain waves and open your eyes really wide. There are miracles all around you. Each can is your one-way ticket to a new dimension where you will experience 100% pure psychic love. Miracle is seltzer for the mind, body, and spirit. Miracle seltzer is 12 ounces of carbonated water to make all your dreams come true. Cures all ailments, Robbie. I feel like they're... Uh, Promotes lifelong enrichment, brings rejuvenation of body, enhances perception, transcends consciousness. None of these claims have been proven This by is absolutely FDA. made by liquid death. Because be. they had all those... That was like talking about... Murdering your like thirst. Like murdering your thirst and like then it growing back into a fully formed thirst again. And like, it was just out of control. <laughs> I'm not thirsty anymore. I don't get it. It's less bubbly for sure. It's refreshing. I like it. That's not the word I would use. I should have brought the half drank bottle of water Joe. I had in my truck to chase it down instead. It would taste the same. I just wouldn't have it. I carbon. drink so much water Joe, I can't even begin to describe <laughs> it. I love it so much. It's good. Plus, it gives you that caffeine hit. Hell yeah. This doesn't do it. It just gives you Straight the refreshing. The veins. Just. Yep. Should we move on? I think so. So, last week, a week ago yesterday, uh, so my my younger sister, I keep calling her my little sister. She's like 30. She's like an adult. One. Yeah. She's not a little sister anymore. So, I'm just like trying not to call her little sister anymore. I don't know if that's a thing that you have dealt with. Uh, like, like, do you call your little brother your little sister? Because you have one of each. Yeah. Um, I guess I don't know if, I don't remember. Will they forever be your little sister? Do I ever call him? I don't think I ever call him my little brother. I think it's always he's always been my, your brother. My brother. Yeah, she don't talk about your sister that much. 
I don't call her my little sister. No, I, I don't think so. I don't know. She's just always been my little sister, and now I feel weird about it because like she's married, she's got two kids, she's an adult, she's got a a doctorate or a master's degree. I guess she just has a master's degree. Oh, working on her doctorate? I don't think so. No. Oh. My parents wanted both of us to go to school for four years, right? Like yeah. That was a big thing for my parents. I went to school for two years. She went to school for six years. They got the eight years. So we averaged out four years. Yeah, they got what they wanted. I, you know, so I don't even want to hear them complain. It's, it's, it's a team effort. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, uh, her husband, as we've kind of talked about before, he's a fighter pilot for yes. the Navy. He flies F-16s, F-15s, F-15s. That's the ones that... It's the older one. Yeah. Apparently, it's one of the older ones. Okay. It's very large. Yes. So, I don't know. He flies F-15s. Right now, he's deployed. Okay. Uh, And so, my sister was home alone for Christmas. She didn't want to be home alone for Christmas. So, we worked out a deal where she didn't want to fly with a three-year-old and a one-year-old by herself. Which I can't blame her. That would be awful. Awful. So, uh, and my dad is like a little bit claustrophobic. Okay. He's, he just, he's not a flyer. No. Okay. He he did not want to jump on the COVID tube. Don't blame if him. He didn't have to. No. And it wasn't just because of COVID. No. So, um so I ended up volunteering for the position. So my mom bought some tickets. We I flew out of Des Moines into Dallas and then into Raleigh where my little sister picked my oh, you had to go to sister Dallas. picked me up. It wasn't that bad. You Dude, guys Dallas. are all like working up Dallas about being terrible. It's terrible. It wasn't that bad. It's- and actually I almost got screwed because of Des Moines. Des Moines is the best one. Well, There's nobody so there. It was great, but so we sat on the tarmac for an hour because of a maintenance issue, which is filling me with confidence. Yeah, we didn't really help that either. No. <laughs> no, not really. Dude, totally- there was this lady back behind me. Like, like, before I even got on the plane, before I even knew that we were having trouble, like, you could just see her. Like, she was four or five people ahead of me boarding, okay. and she was, like... If Anxious. it takes thirty seconds to to go through, give you know, have your ticket scanned and go through, she took three minutes, right? Like okay. you could just and just looking at you, like she's a pain in the ass, okay? Right? You know the type, yeah, of course, male or female, they yeah, all, yeah. both exist. Don't don't at me with that. No, you but just you could just you look and be like, you're a pain. And she was like three seats back from me, and she was losing her mind about <sighs> the fact that we were sitting there, and I was like inches away from turning around, going, "Look, lady." Our options are sitting here and let them fix the mechanical issue, die in a fiery ball of death. Which would you prefer? Yeah. It, you're, what you're, do you just, want? There's nothing anybody can do here. Just sit and wait. <laughs> anyway, so flew down there, and then the next morning I got right back up again and flew home, except I flew from Charlotte to Kansas City that time. Okay. So we, the reason we flew out of Charlotte is because we could one-stop it. Yeah. there was It was a direct flight. No connectors, uh, which we didn't want to deal with with small children. So my sister lives like three, three and a half hours from the Charlotte airport. So we drove her 2019 Kia Sorento hybrid. And of course, that I... That sounds really exciting. Of course, I drove. Well, yeah. Because, yeah. For the content. So I've never driven anything uh, this new and fancy. Except your truck. Yeah, but it's not this fancy. Oh. New and fancy, Robbie. Gotcha. I was gonna say your truck's kind of fancy for a work truck. It's really not, though. You have all the telemetry and stuff. That's not 
just that's standard issue. Is it really newer Chevys? Huh? Yeah. And then like the infotainment center with Apple, like you have to have a screen now because you have to have a backup camera. camera. So they just as well give all that crap to you anyway. Like, yep. I mean, you're not getting it for free. They're not giving you anything. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> just, but just like, raises the price of yeah, everything. I mean, if you're going to have the screen, all that shit, you just as well get the rest of it. But like, mine's still very peasant spec because like the button row across the bottom of the dash, there's, yep. like in the middle, there's like a spot where there's buttons. And mine has the power tailgate, which I've never got to use because I don't have a tailgate. Oh, yeah. And then the hazard light and the traction control. And that's it. And Dalton's is solid buttons all the way His across. His has, like, extra buttons. Yeah. There's, like, not enough room for all the buttons. I say mine's similar. Mine has three. He probably has 10 or 12. Yeah. His has all of them. Had. Yeah, he traded it. Right. But, so, the Sorento, full hybrid, which I've never driven a hybrid before. Oh, um, yeah. And so, there's a few things that I never thought about having to deal with. Okay. Um. When we were in stop and go traffic at like a stoplight, uh, you think the car's dead. Well, so the engine is off. It uses the battery to take off, and then as you get to a certain speed, the engine kicks in and takes over. Mm-hmm. So, um, what do you do at a stoplight? You creep. Yeah. Right. You can't creep with an electric vehicle. What, like, because what? it's not doing anything unless you give it gas. Oh, you can't just take your foot off the off the brake. Right. If you take your foot off the brake, it just sits there until you give it gas. And then it goes. Yeah, of course. Right? And then you got to hit the brake, <laughs> which was really obnoxious. I'm, I assume that comes with a little well, bit of right. experience you just to be get a little more smoother. Than- right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you know, and I know like a lot of vehicles now, even the not hybrid ones, they have like the, um, where the engine shuts off. Oh, yeah. I hate that. Which is dumb. Yep. I can't imagine that it really saves any a significant amount. Nope. But I mean, I guess they got to do what they got to do. That. I know Dalton's girlfriend, her truck has that, and there's a dash, a button right on the dash, like, off. First thing you do. Yep, just bam, hit that button, it's off. Yep. So, um, anyway, that was kind of weird. Uh, because when you're backing up, it does it electrically, it has, like, uh, a buzzer, like a beeper. Oh, yeah, like an Amazon truck would have. Yeah, it sounds like but you're, not- it sounds like you're a garbage truck. Backing up, beep, 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 you know, like, which is very strange. And it's, like, unnecessarily loud, in my opinion. That's And I think that's so hit or miss. Like, some cars, it's real quiet. Other cars are obnoxious. It's definitely louder than, like, most average car engines. And yeah. the whole point of it is so that people hear it. Yep. But it's definitely louder than most cars at an idle. So it's it's... It's doing its thing. So it's totally unnecessarily loud. Yep. Like it could be quieter. Nobody would be any more is that tun- unsafe. Is that tunable? Or is it just a... I mean, my sister does not seem like the type of person who would put any effort into figuring that out. No. It's just and I certainly didn't have the time to deal with it. <laughs> so uh, the other thing that this had that I've never dealt with before um, is uh, like radar controlled crews. Okay. So it would keep you a certain distance away from a car, and there was a little switch on the steering wheel that you could flick the switch, and you could increase or decrease the distance. Yep. Now, we were in decently heavy traffic, but speed limit traffic. We weren't, like, stop, like on the interstate. We were in pretty heavy traffic, but we weren't, like, 
doing 45 and a 65, right? We were doing the speed limit. We were cruising along, but we weren't like out in the open. This wasn't driving uh, across Nebraska. Okay. Right? Yeah. Like there was some decent traffic. So a lot of times you'd be coming up on somebody, and if they're not going remarkably slower than you, you don't realize that they're that the car slowed itself down a little bit. Oh yeah. Because it just kind of lifts. It doesn't break. If you like have a really fast closing speed, it'll break. You'd be like, Oh yeah. Right. So like you would catch yourself behind a car for God knows how long doing five miles an hour less than the cruise is actually set at <laughs> because it doesn't tell you. Right. You have to be it just attention. slows you down. And the car is so hyper-focused on telling you how efficient you're driving that the speed you're going there, the the big display in the middle of the of the gauges is uh, a picture of the battery and the engines and telling you like what is um, like is the engine charging the batteries is the engine driving the wheels is the motor driving the wheels is it a mixture of everything like it's and it tells you like how efficient you're driving okay right because they're trying to push you into that yeah of course. Which it's a it's a three row crossover SUV that gets like mid thirties, so I mean it's doing all right for itself that's, because that's pretty good, you know it, it's bigger than like your Rogue, yeah was, for sure, and it definitely is probably I would say not quite a suburban, but it's, no, definitely not. Like it's uh, it's about the size of a minivan, yeah. just yeah, different. But a minivan is better. <laughs> I, I tried real hard to talk my sister into him anyway. She wasn't I told her, as soon as your son is old enough to be able to let him out of his seat and open his door on his own, you'll wish you had a minivan. Because you have to like keep your kid from slamming it into the car next to you. Not an issue with a minivan, because that sucker slides. That's true. So good. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I don't know. The... the cruise control thing and i always had it set to the shortest distance that i could yep and it was still like a lot farther back than i thought was necessary and one of the other things that i kind of had a couple of times where i was like this is really frustrating um was that i would be behind somebody and i'm way back behind them right because yep. i'm not as close as i really would normally be but yeah like maybe just- maybe that's the safe distance <laughs> okay fine whatever but like, and i'm not a I'm not like a tailgater. No, you're not. I try not to be. Uh, Not that I can ever remember. But um, so I'd be, you know, I'm back and I'm watching almost always like I'm Iowa nice about this. If there's somebody in the fast lane who's closing on me pretty quickly, I'll let them go before I merge. Yes. But there were a there were a handful of times where there was somebody who was kind of next to me, not going that much faster than me. And I was coming up on a vehicle slower than me, so they would finish their pass, and there's a vehicle behind them. Okay. So, but they were far enough apart that I didn't feel like I was being a dick to jump, pull it, jumping in. But they weren't far enough apart that I could slide in there without pissing off the car. And oh. so then I would slide over, and it would go, "Whoa, you're too close!" And it would break. <laughs> Until that car was far enough away, and then it would speed back up. Oh, jeez. Well, I was like, this is... So you got to, like, disengage it. And, like, the- there was a bunch of times where I was like, oh, this is why people drive like assholes around me. It's not them. It's their fucking car. It, it, okay. 
I never thought of that. Like, and I think that's a lot of times where I'll get someone who passes me and then slides over, and then two miles later I'm passing them. But you didn't change your speed limit. But I never changed my speed. That's because they have radar crews, and they're behind a semi-truck that's doing two miles an hour slower than their cruise is set, and they never realized it. <laughs> and then when you pass them, they go, oh, shit, I did get slowed down, didn't I? And so when go you again. finish your pass, they go blitzing by you again. That makes a lot of sense. It's totally what's happening. I mean, don't get me wrong. Not, not always. That's yeah. not always the case. There's a lot of just moron people who, like, I know that car's got cruise, and you're not using it, clearly. Yep. But, like, I think that's the case in a decent number, especially with newer vehicles. If they're in, in real new vehicles or up-spec vehicles, that's definitely what's happening that in would, a lot of cases. That would explain the Ford F-150 on the way back to Christmas that was next to me, and then, not, like, way behind me, then right next to me, then way yeah. behind me, like... I turned just like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Yeah, he probably he was, he had was radar crews. He was the following car, the car the, in front of me. Like he'd right. catch up to the car that was in the 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 slow lane. Yeah, and then he would just kind of wait there. And I'm like, why is he matching my speed? Right. And I'm just creeping along this other car, and then then he'd go around. And, yeah, that that makes. I think that's yeah, exactly what's happening. His truck probably has radar crews, yep. and his truck is managing the gap between it and the thing in front of you and he's not paying close enough attention to realize what it's doing until he gets passed by you again yep. and then goes god damn it and passes you back yep that's exactly what he did for like the whole stretch of i-80 <laughs> so like, frustrating like, is, is this it? guy messing with me yeah <laughs> totally because i didn't change my speed once yeah. it's just the whole time so that was kind of a light bulb moment for me yeah uh beyond that I got nothing good or bad to say about it. It's some did, vehicle. Did you use, like, did you disengage the cruise when you come off, like, an exit or something? Like, with a brake? Yeah. Yeah. I was shocked. I did not let it slow me down. The, because Jess and I test drove a Jeep Cherokee. This is, like, well over a year Last ago. Last week? Because no. you could get a pink one now? God, no. Robbie. No. This Robbie. is this is, this is like two years ago. Uh-huh. I, pro- I promise. <laughs> it's in the garage, isn't it? Fuck no. <laughs> uh but we test drove a Cherokee and uh it had that adaptive cruise and it would yeah. it would follow it to the stoplight. And oh, stop. I'm sure that this would have too, but like I know not all of them do that though. I wasn't thinking about it. So I didn't like test that out. That takes a lot of trust. Like you have well, to you have my, to believe my sister that it's was like, do it. My sister was like I'm this is a hundred percent something that she would do. I think she spent a lot of time researching it and bought this thing because it's stupid safe. Yeah, probably. And she made a comment multiple times about how safe it is. Yeah. She's buying it for her two children to not like it'll break for you and all that stuff. Yep. So she that's technically it's his. She has a Ford Fusion. Okay. That is parked like in a in a lot somewhere on base. They live on base, but it's right. on, it's in a lot somewhere. Uh, and like she said that like once every other week or so, she'll she'll drop the kids off at daycare and then go get the fusion and drive it for the day just so it's not dead. But right. otherwise, she drives that thing exclusively. But that that's technically his. Okay. So. I drove. I have a feeling when he gets back, it won't be. It won't be hers anymore. Or no. Yeah, well, it'll be He'll hers. He'll get the fusion. Yes. Yeah. That's how that works. Hundred <laughs> percent. 
Because you can't put the kids in the Fusion. You got that? You, got that, you need the big you car. You put them in a Chrysler Pacifica minivan. She was like, I don't want a minivan. And I was like, you get a hybrid minivan, Katie. You or Aaron. God, <laughs> keep doing this. Dude, I've had so much trouble in the week in the week since I hung out with my sister. Keep calling my, my wife my sister's name now. I'm so bad with it. Dude, it's not as bad as me at Christmas. This the last year. It wasn't this yeah. year. I didn't do it. Last yeah, year yeah. I did it. Um, we're talking. My my sister's boyfriend. His name is Alec. Okay. Her ex that she dated way the fuck back in high school <laughs> years ago. Right. His name was John. But like you haven't been around her for that since then, probably not because you've been out of the house. And I've I've met Alec a few times, but like last year at Christmas, we're talking about something, and I'm like, I'm, you know, just goofing around. And I made a comment, and it's like. And I'm, I, mean, I mean to say, yeah, Alex got my back. And I say, John's got my back. And then I go, just kidding. No, he doesn't. Not anymore. <laughs> Fuck that up. Whoops. Sorry, John. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been... I, well, when I was with my sister in North Carolina, I called her Katie like a dozen times. And then for the last week, I keep calling Katie Aaron. I'm like, God damn it. It's not as bad as when I called my wife my ex's name. <laughs> that didn't go over well at all. Yeah, I don't think I've ever done that, thankfully. I've done that too many times. I don't have like any long-term exes that were recent to Katie. The worst part, the part, the worst part is that it had like... The last time I think I did it, there's like no reason for it. Right. Because I hadn't talked no, to her. No, your brain's just dumb. <laughs> yeah, like I hadn't talked to yeah. her in years. You're just like, glitch. Yep, apparently we were going to fight today. Yeah. Got it. Great. Thanks. You are, your brain Thanks, woke brain. up and chose violence. That's exactly what happened. It got it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, uh, speaking of new technology, I drive my dad. Yeah. My dad's, um, I want to say it's 2018, 2019. It's a, it's a uh, GMC Sierra. Yeah. Something, something. Fancy, fancy. Not a high country, but it's it's one of the nicer ones. Right. And uh, so it's like kind of like basically the same as mine. But has all the bells and whistles that mine doesn't. Yeah. So his as the uh, tells you when you're. It's not adaptive cruise or any of that, but it tells you when you're drifting away from the center of the line. So Dalton's will like buzz your butt. Yep. On the side you're drifting towards. So like if you're kind of wandering towards the left lane, it'll your left butt cheek will vibrate. Yep. Uh, Is Jess, that what it does? No. Jess's sister-in-law has that in her okay. suburban. Okay. But the GMC will like correct it a little bit. Oh, okay. But the weird thing was because I, I took my hands off the wheel just to just kind of see what it was going to do because it got tested. Well, that's what Aaron kept telling me. you. You take your hands off the wheel. I'm like, like because I shut lane keep assist off. Yep. There's just a little switch on the steering wheel. Like, nope. I can only handle so many new technologies <laughs> at a time. We're not. We're not even going to touch this. Yep. Until I get used to this adaptive cruise, which I never did in the three hours I drove it. Uh, so I shut it off. She's like, you can take your hands off the wheel practically. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to do it. No, but my, my dad doesn't have like super cruise or any of that stuff. It's, yeah. ju- it's just the, apparently that super cruise is bitch. It's really good. It's like one of the best ones, yep. but this just has the quick check to make sure. And it'll, it'll like push you back. So what right. I, I took my hand off the wheel just to watch what it would do. Yeah. And I creep a little bit to the right and all of a sudden it like, Overcorrects to the left, and I'm like aiming to the <laughs> aiming to the other lane. Yeah. The thing pops up on the screen that says, "Take the wheel." <laughs> my bad, my bad. So it's just it's just funny that it assumes that it has a little bit resistance because it assumes that you're holding the wheel, and then all of a sudden it just oh, shoots you into the yeah, other lane. Yeah. 
I'm assuming no. that's not how you're supposed to use it. The Sorrento, if you were wandering a little more than it thought you should, because obviously it's still monitoring you. Of course. It would go, It would. there would be a little, it'd go ding, and a little thing would pop up on the screen that says, maybe you should take a break, and I had a picture of a coffee cup. <laughs> like, fuck you, Kia. Water Joe. Don't tell me how to live my life. I don't have time to take a break. I got to catch this flight. Yeah, that's, that's funny. Yeah. New technology, man. So, I don't know. Other than that, it was just some car. Like it, It's just a car. It's not remarkable in any way. No. Its looks aren't so, remarkable. No. It, it's a Kia. It could, it could be any crossover SUV. They're all the same. Which we've covered that sort of thing at great length in the past. But, like, it, I mean, it's... It wasn't fun and sporty. It wasn't clever. It wasn't interesting. It was just some car with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty and a really good safety uh, rating, so my sister bought it. Is it comfortable? Uh, once I figured out that the lumbar... Because so I don't like a bunch of lumbar support, like forward. Yeah. A lot of people, like, like they want they want, they want that, like, way out there on, the, on their lower back, right? Like, I hate that. Okay. I want that all the way back. No support. No support. Okay. No no lower back support. Okay. I want it at the same vertical plane as my shoulders. Okay. My little sister does not feel that way about it. Okay. So, first thing you do is you jump and in. And so, like, but it took me, like... An hour and a half to realize that that's why I was so freaking uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm like, this is <laughs> what is going what on. What is here? wrong with this thing? And so when I fixed that, I was like, oh yeah, okay, this is better. But like, it rides fine. It's quiet enough. Like, it's not. It's not a '90s Kia that's just ungodly loud and wind noisy and terrible. It's just some car. And like, if you uh, have a wife and a, and, in my opinion, a kid. And you need some vehicle and you want a car that has a really good warranty, like that's a perfectly reasonable place to be. I think they're reasonably priced. I think that I think. it was. I'm not saying they're cheap. I mean, it was certainly, cheap. yeah, it was certainly not like too small, but a minivan, like a Chrysler Pacifica hybrid, does not have that much different a footprint. No. And I am certain is. More roomy inside than that was. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. So just the way they use the square footage. Yeah, I, I just if you have anything more than one kid and you're not buying a minivan, then I think you're doing it wrong. <laughs> and I will stand by that. Problem is that like nobody makes minivans anymore. Hey, if I think Ford you, doesn't make them. Dot, uh, yeah. uh, Chevy doesn't make one. GM doesn't make one. Honda. Toyota. Honda, I think Toyota still does. Sienna, I think Toyota still makes the Sienna, the Odyssey, yep. and the uh, Chrysler Pacifica. I don't think Nissan has a Quest anymore. I have no idea. I'm pretty sure they they just got the too. they just got the box fans. I think I, they I see just, those. Right, but that's the SV twenty five hundred. Yeah, that's, up. yeah, that's totally. But those different. are like light duty commercial vans, right? But I don't think I don't think they sell a minivan anymore. I think they've I've also gone the, to. Straight crossover SUVs. So yeah, the minivan market is is lackluster at best. Hmm. I mean, that being said, the if if I if I was going to buy a brand new vehicle today for Katie, I would go and buy her a Chrysler Pacifica. They're really really nice. I don't blame you. It. 
I don't. I don't blame you. You get them with like a really sporty red interior. I hate which that is god awful and dumb. terrible. And like so fast and the furious we, we that talked, I come back around to kind of want it. We talked about that. Yeah, when we, did we, the, we did at some point. I don't know why. Oh, look at that! Chrysler Pacifica Hybrid. It knew, yeah, it knew what I was looking for. Weird. It's like it's listening. Yeah, the red interior is brutally red uh, and like totally. But I kind of like, so I don't like red interior cars, but I kind of want it. I like don't totally. I, it helps that there's a lot of black everywhere else. I don't hate it as much as I should. I will I will stand on that ledge with you and say I don't hate it as much as I should. Right. I, think I don't it, know. It helps that the the entire seat isn't red. Just the, I was just the standing face of it. next to it. I don't know if I would buy it, but, but it, I don't it, hate it as it much. It wouldn't as dissuade should. you from buying it. No, if that was the only one on the lot, I'd drive it home that day. But if there were two on the lot, I can't promise that's the one I'd buy. But like, if it was that one or one with a tan interior, going home with the red one. That yeah. But if it's black or charcoal gray. It makes it a little bit harder for me to make that decision. Yeah. If, if I have a choice, it's all black interior all the time. Yeah. That's what I want. Probably. With maybe some like silver accent pieces. That's Carbon it. Carbon fiber. I'll allow it. But like silver is it. That's, yeah. That's it. That's all I want. So I don't know. That's new car talk from Ted Tent's podcast. New car reviews. That's what you come here for. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. New-ish. It gets really good gas mileage for what it is. That, like the hybrid system, is, is, the hybrid system works really well. It's very impressive. Like for a vehicle that's not exactly small, and I know that like, <clears throat> I mean, the extent of my crossover SUV experience is your RAV, which was god awful. That is probably the worst riding vehicle I've ever been in. Well, okay, but I but mean, like, nice. gas mileage-wise, specifically. Like, economy. It was, God, it was not terrible. good. Terrible. Yeah, it got, It like, was terrible, and then we had, then we that, that ECU went out on it, so we got a new ECU or a flashed ECU or whatever, and that made it better, to, like, but it was still terrible. Like, and it had low ter- 20s? Yeah, and it was, like, a terribly small tank, like, yeah, like a 12-gallon tank. 12-gallon, <laughs> we stopped so much. It was like Driving every, to Detroit, you Was it even like, four, no, it was, like... Every, barely 300 miles it wasn't, wasn't even it? we'd stop every like 250 we'd stop every 250, we'd stop every 250. <laughs> i go i go way longer with a truck and trailer yeah, than i, I ever did say, in the rav dalton's high country with the, the stacker it gets, it gets better farther distance at least yeah it uses more but oh way more <laughs> but it's a distance is way better um but like there's that and then your rogue yep which wasn't bad, but it wasn't mid thirties. Oh God, no, no, it was probably like mid twenties. Right, and then Katie's mom had an Equinox, which was also Terrible. basically like the Rogue. Yeah, and then I don't know. I guess you could. Some people would make the argument my Blazer, which is the worst, like fifteen to seventeen <laughs> on a good day. So like you know maybe maybe my needle's not exactly where it should be, but like it seemed to me the mid thirties was pretty impressive. It's- for the size of the vehicle, I right. I, My van doesn't get that. No, for sure. So the edge, edge ain't getting that. Twenties, but not thirties. So yeah, no, that's pretty good. I'd say so. So this new car talk is brought to you by Petrobox. MyPetrobox.com. If you need to get a Christmas present because you realized that it was Christmas last week and you forgot, <laughs> um, Petrobox has gift cards. They also have a store that you could use code TGP15 and get fifty percent off everything in the store. 
Uh, and if you want to sign up for the subscription box, that code works for your first box as well. So you can get uh, really cool shit. In, you, get your, in your, you can get your dog a Christmas present too. Yeah, collars, leashes. And that shows up in your box, which will show up at your house once a month if you sign up. And hell then yeah. you automatically are entered into a free set of rotiform wheels. Double hell yeah. Which is uh, the best odds you'll ever get at a free set of rotiform wheels. That's uh, mypetrobox.com. Use code TTP15. I actually spent my own money to get Petrobox. I used our code. Yeah. To give presents this year. Noice. We were making we made the joke at uh PRI. Um John had John had told me how many times the code has been used. Yep. And I'm not gonna say that number. That's fine. But then I said, but is two less than that number all Robbie? Cause that doesn't count. It counts. <laughs> if the code gets used, it counts. He goes, no, it's not quite that bad. I've only used it a couple times. <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, let's talk about the stuff that people actually come here to listen to us. Yeah, I got a present. Ramble on you. Have a, oh, that's right. Yeah, you I do. I got a cool present. I've, yeah, I get fucking you get a seltzer, 12 pack of seltzer You get a seltzer water, water and I get a... You get a sweet dra- dinosaur hat. No, no, it's a Jurassic Park hat from that's 1993. A, a dinosaur hat, Robbie. Whatever. What is this team? I think... Jurassic Park team? Like, is that the hat that some fry cook wore? I think that these were... Like, I'm these, a member got, of the McDonald's team? It's got a McDonald's logo on the back, and the yeah. best I could decipher was that this hat was part of the McDonald's advertising campaign, so all the people in McDonald's wore these, so they were on the Jurassic Park team in 93 when the movie okay. came out. Okay. But I didn't, it doesn't have McDonald's on the front. It's just not has all on the back. sweaty and gross, though. No, it, it, not really. looks nice. It looks good. Yeah. So this is from Dallas. You might have seen him comment on things in the group. Long-time Long listener. Long-time listener. Long-time listener. And he was in town for... Uh, He's originally from this area. Yeah, so he, he messaged us and said, hey, what's an address I could drop something off or mail it to and I, I just gave him my address and he put this in my mailbox and I got home and I was like that's actually a really thoughtful <laughs> gift I, I genuinely like, appreciate we that get like this garbage water or that garbage water or that or shirt you're wearing the, my strange shirt LaCroix boy yes I, I'm wearing <laughs> one of the shirts that was given to me I figured like yeah whatever the water thing it's funny I'll wear it uh, or like remember that fucking Salt candy. That was oh, the podca- radial podcast. The podcast wars. Yeah, that was hot garbage. Yeah, but we got didn't it we back. get like octopus jerky from Jake or something like that once? I thought that came from them as well because I sent them shark jerky and durian candy. I feel like, and the then they gave us the, 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 the ultras. Came yeah. from Jake. It was not good. It was bad. Fish jerky and is then not where it's at. Dallas coming through with something like really nice, thoughtful, and meaningful. And I do. I I like that. cool. Like it's super cool. I like original. I Jurassic even, I'm Park not even like a Jurassic Park guy, but that's super cool. I am a Jurassic Park guy, so this is gonna go sit on my bookshelf next to my Jurassic Park. Mad book. internet points. Yep, I like it a lot. Listener of the month. Yes, listener of the month. Listener of the year. It's the end of the year, Robbie. Yep. Listener of the year is Throwing Dallas. it out there. Like, yep. there's, there's no way that anyone can come through between now and the time this year ends and beat that. Yep. For sure. So take that, all you other listeners. Uh, Dallas. <laughs> 2022 starts now. Yep. Dallas came Let's in late this. and just stole the show. Boom. <clears throat> we're, so where are we starting here? Uh, Should I talk about my uh, acquisition? 
I, I have less to talk about, so let's just talk about my stuff right away. I, don't, I mean, I only have one thing to talk about. Okay. The the my oh, I guess my yeah, dad. So you has got two. Yeah, I, was, I thought you had two things. My dad does have an acquisition. I don't have a lot to say about that yet because I don't know that much okay. about it. But let's talk about the wind tunnel because it's okay. fucking hilarious. Right, I like it. So my dad's like literally next door neighbor. Like they share the driveway. Okay. Uh, he he just. Does, no, he just does stuff. Okay. Right? Like, I think he's the custodian at the local high school, but also he just does stuff to make money. If it makes money, it makes, or it makes sense, it makes, or makes dollars, it makes sense. Right. He's that guy. Yeah. So, like, he's always got, like, this small junkyard of stuff. And my dad, like, if he has some scrap metal, he'll just take it and throw it on the pile <laughs> so he doesn't have to deal with it anymore. I get it. And so I show up there. And this, of all things, is sitting there. So he has a f- Aerostream wind tunnel. Okay. So it's a full, like, uh, lift drag testing wind tunnel. Like, it has a gauge on it yep. uh, that shows wind speed. It goes up to 40 miles an hour. It's got, uh, so it's got, like, a fan on the front. So it's got a fan on the front, the cage there that, if you're watching on the YouTube, you can see the picture. Um there's a cage on the front. It pulls faint, pulls air through it and blows it out the back. Okay. And there's uh, – so this is – he got it from the high school, from the local high school. He's the custodian. They were just throwing it away, so he threw it away in the back of his truck because it's all metal. And it, and it functions. Yeah, I plugged it in. It runs. Oh, yeah. So Can't throw that away. Um, yeah, I offered him – you know, I was like – I'll I'll buy that from you, and he's like, "Yeah, just take it." And I was like, "I'm not going to give you money, right?" So I gave him I gave my dad twenty dollars to give to him. What happened to it? Nobody <laughs> can say, but um, yeah. So <clears throat> it functions well. It's got an eight by eight by twelve space in the middle that you lift this Lexan lid, uh, and it's eight by eight by twelve inside of there, and yeah. that's where the thing goes. So you can Whatever do like scale is, model. Right. Scale models of full cars or of aerofoils or whatever. Yep. Right. And then um, it, one of the – there's two gauges on there. They're both in voltage in, – in volts DC, which is kind of annoying. Um, uh, but, yeah, they're, they're both in, in volts DC. So I don't know like what that converts to. But the one on the left is wind speed. Okay. So I and it says on there that it goes up to forty miles an hour wind speed. So I'm assuming that it's like a scale. So that, yeah, I'm assuming pegged on the voltage meter is forty miles an hour, and then the other one sits in the middle, and it can go positive or negative. So I assume that's lift drag. Yep, which makes sense. Uh, and I don't know how much that correlates to. So the thing that it's missing, the thing that it needs that I don't have, there's a base that goes inside of it. That the the thing attaches to whatever it is you're testing will attach oh, to like just like the platform, just like a little platform, right? And then it will like lift or push down on it uh, to give you your your lift or downforce. Okay, uh, reading that is missing. I'm sure, you can't just like buy one either. No. Or so this 3D is print one. This is specifically uh, for like high school. Like tech lab, yeah, it's, like yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a teaching. A, it's tool. a teaching tool, not a like race car shop testing item. 
I you could, which doesn't mean I can't use it that way. You could definitely utilize it. Oh, that I'm way. absolutely going to try to because it's hilarious to me. And so we got some models we could put in there just. To but see I think I can make it work. Like um, it, it looks really simple, um, but I'm gonna have to take it apart to put that to make it work because right. Um, you can see like down inside the hole in the floor area. You can see down inside there, and you I can see there's set screws. Right, and you can't get to them from. Like you got to take the thing apart, so I'm gonna have to take it apart, figure out how I want to do it, make that thing, and then set it in there, and then put it all back together again. Okay, is really what it boils down to. Yeah. I don't think it'll be too bad though. Um, Does it have like a smoke uh, stream? No, I have shoot, to, but I figured cool. I can buy that. Yeah, I that can't imagine. be that hard. No, I haven't looked, but I'm sure there's like a smoke machine with a wand. Yeah, it's got to be pretty. Easy yeah, to get. That's got to be a thing you could buy, I figure. Or you can modify a party smoke machine. Right. Can't be that expensive. No, I can figure something out. So, uh, I don't know. I think it's going to be hilarious. Uh, it's been suggested to me, and I really, I kind of really love the idea. It's super funny. But it's been suggested to me that, so like, uh, I know you've made fun of me for watching this in the past, but like there's that hydraulic press video channel where they just crush random shit with hydraulic, with a hydraulic, like a 20 ton press. The reason I say anything is because of, I'm embarrassed at how many hours I've spent watching it myself. Right? Dude, <laughs> it's the best. I have watched many a video of things being smashed with the press. I guess it's, it's either like, yep, that's exactly what I expected or like, holy shit, that's not what I expected. That was, that was exciting. Yeah, it's all about the buildup, though. Yep, it's crazy. Yep. So I, it's been suggested that I do those type of videos, but for like random aerodynamic like, wins, just see how aerodynamic random items are. And I find this to be incredibly intriguing and hilarious. It's been suggested already that I do a New Balance shoe. Yes, which obviously is makes sense. Yeah, uh, and then someone also asked for the aerodynamic efficiency of a pair. Which we need to know now. Yeah, now I need to know. I like it. You know, there's like that CFD picture of a cow. Yes. I, I want to do that in real life with things. We could do that. I would, I will, if you film it, I will upload it. I think it's hilarious. So I got to get it all working. Uh, it needs to be torn apart because there is some stuff. So there's a screen. Obviously, in front of the fan, and then there's the fan, and then there's another screen uh, at the tapered part of the throat where you open up the Lexan lid. Yep. And there is, as high schooler kids are known to do, there are things between those two screens, <laughs> and it sounds like there's a whole bunch of gravel. Oh, shoot. And the way that the wind, the way that thing is tapered and designed, it kind of makes a swirl. Yep. And so, like, you can turn that on and you can stick your head in the hole where the the thing you're testing should be and you can look and you can see stuff like spinning around <laughs> the uh, around the throat of this wind tunnel so that's I gotta tear I get can't get that, it out get all that junk like out I was there. shaking it back and forth couldn't get it out so I, it's gotta be tore apart just to get that stuff out of there and then I gotta figure out how to build the platform that actually measures it and then it, it did come with a little box that uh, is supposed to hook up to the computer, and I'm sure there's some sort of software that you can get. Yep. Um, so I'm going to see if I can try and find that software, find some information on it. I'm sure you put like um, sensors in there and whatnot too. Yeah, and then uh, I don't know if it's actually for this, if it was for something else, and it's just made by the same company. But I also got an earthquake simulator. Wait, wait, that's the, the earthquake simulator is a totally separate thing. 
Yeah, it's a box. It's a separate box. That's awesome. And I I think that it mounts to the wind tunnel, but also it might be something totally separate. It might just be made by the same like company. educational company. That's awesome. And then he also gave me a uh 200 megahertz sine wave generator. Very important. Which I mean in college I would have used all the time. Now I don't really need, but it's it's kind of funny. So uh <laughs> we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a, a YouTube video where you and I make things out of toothpicks and then we <laughs> test it on the earthquake simulator. I haven't plugged this so that the backside of the the plug in for that looks it's probably not proprietary, but oh. it's a type of plug I've never seen before. Okay. And that same plug is on the back side of the um, control panel on the wind tunnel. Right. But also, I think that that is the port that I plug in to go to the module that will then go to the computer. Okay. I think that little module is whatever that plug is to a serial adapter mm-hmm. and then you have like a serial plug out to a computer. So I'll have to get a serial to USB adapter okay. to make that work. If I can even find the software for it. Right. So, or we can use it as a shaker table and we can just do experiments. Well, I'm, I would be, I am 100% certain that I could open this thing up, take this to Don's house. Don and I could open this up, and we could unsolder the power connector and solder on something that's more common. Oh, and yeah. And then I can put it back together, and we can have a an earthquake shaker table. Love it. Which I have zero use for beyond it's hilarious, and I want to do it now. Yeah, you don't need any more reason beyond that to have an earthquake simulator. Not generally speaking, no. No. If someone ever asks you why you have an earthquake simulator, you simply respond with, because I wanted one. So when I, I, I shared this to the group that you and I are in on uh, Facebook Messenger, and I also shared this to the Sunday Cup chat Yep, uh, where it kind of exploded. And Scott Robertson. Oh, he wants to do all sorts of CFD with it. Really, really wants it. Oh, yeah. He'll, he'll get real crazy with Arrow. And I, he was like, he was like, Whatever you buy it for, I'll buy it from you. Like as long as it's reasonable, right? of course. And I was like, I was like, look, man, if you really genuinely have a use for it, I would be more than happy to let you have it. But I want it back. I would prefer to retain ownership of it. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. So in my Google searches of this thing, trying to figure out as much information as I could about it, I did find an eBay listing for one with a buy it now only option okay. of $1,495. And my dad's like, and you're keeping it? Why? <laughs> and I well, was it's not like, selling for $1,400. There's right, just one I mean, available. So I, I also found a listing on a government website, auction, a government auction website where one sold for $660. Still pretty good. And they wouldn't ship it. Oh, so so it's kind of awkward to ship. You could ship it, but it costs like a hundred dollars. Yeah, I'm. I also really not that interested in selling it, which mm-hmm. is dumb because I'll probably never actually do anything with it. But that's not the point. No, that's not the point. It's my, cool. My dad just thinks I need to sell it. I I'd, I'd say give it a college effort into doing something fun with it. Yeah, and then if you realize that you're not going to do anything fun with it, then then sell it to Scott. Yeah, for I think hundred dollars. Cool. I think it'll be fun. So yeah. Plus, Scott said you buy it for $1,400. <laughs> That's what I heard, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly how that goes. So, no, it's fun, man. Yeah. 
Uh, do you want to go or should I finish off what I got? Uh, I can go. Okay. What do you want to talk about? Um, I've things. The Z drove under its own power. Yes. So, and by that I mean I backed it off. It's been a the, while since we've talked about the Z. You were having transmission troubles at the end of the season. Yep. So I backed it off the lift and then parked it next to the lift. That's that's all the further it went. Okay. So it was fifth gear that was broken. Yeah. So I think what happened was the ID of the synchro wore out. Not the not the teeth. Right. So when I would go to go into fifth gear, the synchro would basically bottom on the gear, and then I would force it in. And when I would do that, it would stress the rod and the aluminum fork, uh-huh. and it would crack the fork. Uh-huh. So it has always done this. Uh-huh. So the first race I did in GLTC, I broke the fork, and I wouldn't shift into fifth and sixth anymore. Right. So then I replaced the fork and the rod because apparently, you know, the rod's only $20 and it was just at Hummel's Nissan. I just I went and got it. Kind of, but okay. <clears throat> so I fixed it. But like when I looked at the synchro, I was like, this thing looks fine. It's not the synchro. There's some, it must it must have just been the bad fork. Something else must have been going on. And I fixed it. And then I went to the for next race and it turns out I didn't fix it. Right. And it, and it did the same grinding. Right. But for some reason, I finished the entire season. But I'm 99% certain I broke that fork the very first race. Right. But for some reason, it still allowed me to shift to fifth and sixth the whole season. Okay. But it was in much worse condition than it was the first time it broke. Like it was <laughs> like that, that piece that broke went through like all the gears oh, everywhere. God. Like it was just, oh, it was just aluminum everywhere. Oh God. <laughs> Yikes. But it was, yeah, so it was all shredded in the bottom. Yikes. But it was fine. And then, so I replaced, I replaced this, the synchro, the shift work, and the rod again. Because I, 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 I couldn't convince myself that the rod wasn't slightly bowed. It probably wasn't, but for $23. You're there. I'll, You'd I'll, be real pissed if you had to pull it back out because it was slightly bowed. Crap. Yep. Uh, so I replaced that. And, Got it back together and everything's working good. The biggest issue was that they shipped me the parts like right away. Yep. And then it got lost in Arkansas. <laughs> That's like, right. Like the box just you, gone. We had you convinced that it got thrown into a ditch. Yeah, because that was that was in Alabama. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. It yep. wasn't Alabama. Yep. But it did, that was like the same day. Yeah. 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 That's um, super funny. So then, but then they had to like order parts. So the Nissan dealer out of Florida that I ordered these parts from had to order it from. Nissan wherever and right. it took like three weeks to get them there right and then it took them another fucking week to ship them to me not counting the transit time I'm talking like they had the parts in hand right sitting on a shelf Just somewhere waiting and I called them every fucking day <laughs> and I was like hey <laughs> what are we waiting on I think we we're seriously waiting on like the pins like just the the, 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 the pins to hold right. the, the fork in. Yeah, that's all we were waiting on. Which you probably have. I did. I, I was, but I ordered new ones anyways. Right. Because you're supposed to replace them. Yeah. So we waited. I mean, it's not like they had any mileage on them. They probably would have been fine. They would have been fine. But yeah, so we, I waited for like an extra week. He's like, yeah, yeah, we, you know, we'll ship out tomorrow. It was like on Wednesday. It shipped next Monday. I was like, Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not ordering parts uh, from them again. I'll, I'll just order them from Hummels near in town and say, yeah. hey, this is what I need. Uh, so I got that back together, engines all back together. Uh, I guess it wasn't really technically a part, but I got uh, all the suspensions all done. Just I need, needs an alignment because everything's basically just finger tight at this point. Uh, eyeballed. Uh, brakes are done. 
So yeah, the only thing I did today was that I put a second fuel gauge in. So if anyone looks at my car and they're confused as to why I have two fuel gauges. Oh, I remember that now. Once for each saddle. Yeah, 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 because you have a saddle tank. That was a thing you had to deal with. Because the, the driver's side had like the, the, you know, the big bulky fuel pump and like the collector and all that stuff. So I didn't mess with it. And I just put the gauge on the passenger side because it, all it had was like a pump that sends it over. Right. So I put a gauge in there. That doesn't really work because it just tells me what's on the passenger side. Which is always feeding into the driver's side, which theoretically, if it should be a full tank plus the other side, right? And that's not—it's not quite that right consistent, right? So now I have two fuel gauges because it was cheaper to do that than it was to replace the hundred and sixty dollar a piece senders from either side from Nissan. Is that? And it's a known failure point. I almost feel like that's going to confuse you just as much. I'm not endurance racing with it. I just need to know what's ballpark where it's at before I race. I suppose. Like I'm not. I'm not doing math in my head to be like, okay, I need half a tank here and half. You know, it's because I was always guessing. Yet, Robbie, I don't plan on endurance. I'm not saying I wouldn't. I'm just. I don't plan on endurance racing that car. Still, let's do some champ car races next year. All you right. know what you need, Robbie? More racing. More racing. Yes. You know what's good for my marriage? More, More racing. racing. <laughs> Our marriages. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be great. More events. Yeah, yeah, yep. That's what my employment wants as well. Yep, that'll work out. <laughs> um, yeah. So this, so the Z is basically back together. Um, Good. Yeah, uh, I realized that uh, I broke one of the downpipe flexi parts, so I got to replace that. Yeah, but whatever, no big deal. Doesn't exhaust leak. But yeah, yeah. It's I'm way ahead of schedule because I don't plan on being on track with that car till. Heartland Park grid life, maybe. <laughs> like, so, I mean, it's nah. It'll be on track before then, Robbie. You know that you'll get the itch, and something will go not um, quite as planned with the NPO one, and you'll have a weekend oh, where you just want to do something, and it'll be at God knows where. That's yeah, that's true. But so it's ready. There's, I mean, there's a few things I want to do, but yeah, the it's back together. I need a tune, obviously. Right. And there's a place in Kansas City that'll do it. Otherwise, I'll take it to excessive. There you go. So, yeah, just been tinkering on that. But uh, one other thing that I did, <laughs> we'll talk about it. Jesus Christ, I can't believe this so, happened. Yeah. I bought a Focus. You did buy a Focus. And in like, you you never would have thought that I would buy a Focus. No, that's not, an automatic Focus is not the first thing that I would no. uh, peg you as a purchaser of. I was genuinely excited about it. I bought it from this guy. I had a focus you had a focus and i'm genuinely excited that it's gone yeah so it's just weird how that worked out it's very interesting you sold a focus and i bought a focus yeah completely unrelated no it's like obviously you sold it to some sucker and i and and i bought a ford focus because i just needed a daily driver i definitely sold it to a sucker that's for sure (laughs) what an idiot (laughs) anyway yeah so i got this focus Bought it sight unseen. Uh, I mean, sure. I hadn't seen it in years. Okay, that's fair. I, I just took the I took the seller at his word. That's not a good idea. It's <laughs> <laughs> a really bad idea. I know the seller. He's he's untrustworthy. Yeah, at best. I trusted him. I trusted him. I, I I gave him. I paid cash. That's true. Cash is king. True. Adam. Cash is king. Right? Cash is king. Fuck so, the man. Yep can't track my cash <laughs> take that government <laughs> uh, so i bought it brought it home it drove 
onto my trailer. It fires right up. Fires right up. Has a vacuum leak somewhere. Probably. Yes, it does. I'll, does it still idle like way dumb high? Until it gets to, to operating temperature. Okay. Yep, so it'll, it used to idle way higher. So for those not in the know, <laughs> I had this focus. There was one day I was driving it home from work uh, and all of a sudden it just died on me. Yep. Just dead. And uh, of course it was the coldest day of the year. It was like negative 44 because this we live last in year Iowa. The year before. No, it was like fucking two if not three years ago. I remember now. it because I wasn't home. It was a really long time ago. Yeah, because it was on the, the I-80 interchange. Michael was still a podcast member. so Oh, yeah. And this is two We've been doing this for... Two years. Basically two years now. Yeah, two PRI. Well, okay, last... Last year doesn't count. But. Right. But, yeah, it's been two full years. So this thing's been dead for three years. Yes. Because it happened in the winter. Yes. So it's been sitting in my... Well, it hasn't been sitting in my driveway for three years, but anyway, so it blew up. It went bluey. Uh, Katie's mom's at the time boyfriend, now husband, decided he was going to fix it up and drive it to work. And so I, so he just took it. Yeah, it was gone. Perfect. Uh, he put a motor in it. Yes, he did. He is not what I would call a mechanic. Okay. In any way, shape, or form. And he's also what I would call a man who will do the wrong thing just to do something. Okay. Oh, so a decision is better than no decision? That type of situation? Yeah. And, like, he lives in a very, very small town that is at least a 30-minute drive to a parts store. So, like, if he needs a thing, but he doesn't want to drive to get it, he will figure out something else, even if it's the wrong thing. Okay. And plugging vacuum lines was a perfectly reasonable thing in his mind. (laughs) That's why it idles at 2,500 until it gets operating. (laughs) It used to idle all the time at like 4500 rpm <laughs> and like you had to ride the brake to keep the car from doing from speeding in town that's hilarious and i fixed that problem yes because it turns out that one of the things that he plugged was the vacuum line to the idle air control valve which is what controls the idle speed of the car yes kind of important yeah so i f- i fixed a bunch of that stuff um and that was after I figured out the starting issue. Yep. Because remember that whole ordeal it turned out to be the neutral safety switch had died. And then um, we fixed that. And that, because, okay, so he fixed it. And then I think, I don't remember. Some For some reason, I ended up with it back again. Katie drove it for like two or three days. Uh, and then I drove it once. Came home and then went to start it again. It would never start again. It never started after that. Okay. And then I got it started after it sat in my driveway for like six months again because I just did not care about it. Uh, Replaced the neutral safety switch. We got it running. Um, That was when the high idle issues became prominent. I fixed those issues. And now where it sits is that it won't shift into overdrive. Right. Ever? Ever. So... Okay, at one point it would, but not consistently. Correct. That was before. But now it won't ever. No, so if I go, okay. so what happens is I'll drive it, no check engine light, no nothing. Nope. No, it's fine. Yep. I was a little high, but it's fine. Right. As soon as you get above like 15 miles an hour to 20 miles an hour, 
uh, the overdrive off light will start flashing orange yeah. at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then your check engine light that, comes on. This is assuming after I've cleared codes. If I've cleared, if I haven't cleared codes, the check engine light stays on. Okay. And it kicks out a P zero seven seven one five yeah code, which is a TSS sensor yep. uh, circuit failure. Yep. So there's two sensors on the transmission. One of them is on the top underneath the battery tray. It's really hard to get That's to. That's the TSS. Um, for some reason, when I was troubleshooting this, I identified it as being the sensor that is on the back and bottom side of the transmission, okay. which is actually a sensor in fluid. Yes. And I didn't know that. You learned that the hard way. And I learned that the hard way when I spilled like four quarts of transmission fluid on my driveway. Yep. Which was super awesome. Yep. So that both of those sensors have been replaced already. Okay. I replaced both of them. Didn't fix the problem. No. Nope. I brought it to a local mechanic shop because I didn't know what I was supposed to do from here. I'm 98% certain that that is the original transmission to the car. Yes. Which means it should have worked fine because all he did was put an engine in it. Yep. And I couldn't figure out why it wasn't working. The mechanic shop told me that a wire harness was pinched between the dra- between the bell housing and the engine. Yep. And that they fixed it. Okay. And when I drove it home, it worked fine. And then I like I drove it to work two or three days, and then all of a sudden it started acting up again. Yep. And that's where I was at with and it. And that's it's kind of pointing towards that it's a PCM short. Somewhere, okay. Based on the based on the diagnostics from the factory service manual. Okay. Did you find any repair in the wiring harness? No. Because I couldn't either. I also couldn't find any broken wires because I traced it all the way back. So they told me it was a, a wire that was near that sensor underneath the battery tray. That there, there was there some was, of the there, harness was pinched in the between the transmission and the, and the engine block there. There was a couple that you could see had been pinched or frayed but that had nothing to do with this okay so so unless it's shorted in the pcm and then failing this circuit for some reason which would make any sense <laughs> i don't fucking know so. man. I've, I've done a whole lot of digging I've, d- I've done some diagnostic stuff i am I've, i had a an oem uh sensor coming just so i can yeah you know, i bought but, a rock auto sensor. so for eight dollars i'm gonna rule that out Right. So was, I, I got a Mastercraft or what, you know, whatever the Ford. Uh, I didn't take it all the way as far apart as I probably could or should have to replace that sensor. And I know I fought with that, um, with the boot the, that clips onto the top of the sensor. Uh-huh. And I wouldn't promise you that I didn't fuck something up when I did that. I, I checked the harness and the harness checked fine uh-huh. like there's no shorts to power there's no shorts to ground so if it's not the sensor it's it's probably the pcm so and i can i can send that off to get it repaired so we'll, we'll i'm hoping i can do a little bit more diagnostic work before i have to do that right but that's kind of the next step i'm at based on where i'm if, this, if the sensor doesn't fix it and i can't find a logical reason why it's doing this it, it's pointing towards a pcm based on the diagnostic table from. I just don't understand which, why that would have gone bad in the middle there. No, it wouldn't make any sense. So, and then apparently that engine that he bought had been dropped. Yep. So I replaced the oil pan. How annoying <laughs> was that? Eh, it wasn't too bad. No? No, because I, I. I didn't know, like, with the cross member underneath it, like, if that. No, would, it drops right down. Okay. No, because it, it's got. 
like it, it, it's kind of weird because it's part of the belt, like the bell housing bolts to a couple, like four different spots on it. And then the rest just bolt in like a regular oil pan and it just drops right down. Huh. Yeah. It had clearly been curbed or dropped or something because it was, it was leaking. And it, and it, you didn't, I didn't drive it enough to ever have you, that. You never noticed notice. it until it got up to like operating temp and then you would park it or I would park it. And then I'd come back hours later and then there's a puddle below it. Well, so here's a fun fact, <laughs> Robbie. Uh, I had a I had a sneaking suspicion that it had an oil leak, mm-hmm. but it's very hard to identify that on my driveway. <laughs> it wasn't hard to identify after I drove it. Well, what I'm saying is, there's a lot of oil on my driveway <laughs> through the years. Happens, and uh, that I mean, it's much better these days. Honestly, yeah. Like most of the things that I, I mean, the truck left its toll. Yep. Many a place. <laughs> so, and the blazer for a while too, but then I got that fixed. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, no doubt in my mind that that leaks oil. Yeah. It doesn't anymore. I fixed that. Good. So now I just got to. I'm glad that that wasn't a nightmare. Yep. So you didn't have to like pull the engine or something dumb because a no. cross member was in the way or something. No, it was, it was surprisingly easy. I didn't, like, I, I was uh, expecting it to be a pain in the ass. Because it was just, you, you just drop the pan and then you put an RTV gasket on and you just. Throw it right back up there. Because this is your first front-wheel drive experience, Yes. Uh, if you get to the point where you need to do something that uh, requires you to raise the engine or anything like that, I do have one of those transverse engine oh, that'd be helpful. Uh, that things that like spans from fender to fender yes. and sits there, and then you can attach the engine to it and crank it up and down. Okay, hopefully I don't have to do that. So if, if it does, and I do own one of those because I've, I needed it to do the timing belt in the Audi because you had to pull ugh. the motor mount. Yep. Fun. Yeah. Yep. So I'm going to continue diagnosing that, but other than that, it is exactly what I wanted from a daily driver. It's not like it's it's not in that worst shape. No. Like it's in decent shape. It's yeah. an 05. Yes. It's got a decent number of miles on it, but like... It's fine. Yeah. It's, I'm not asking it to drive me to New York and back twice a month. <laughs> I mean, the uh, the couple things that I would – I wouldn't worry about it for you, but for Katie, it was not I, – I felt very uncomfortable with it. Uh-huh. In rain, it will lift off oversteer on the interstate. I believe that. In the rain. Yeah. It is a very tail-happy car. I've noticed and I don't that. know if it's just – Something, that way, or if goofy. there's something like a, you know, like bushings are wore out or so, like, a, you know, if it has like a front sway bar that's like completely disconnected or something like that. I don't know. It's always been that way. Okay. But like that thing will slide around a gravel corner with the best <laughs> of them. It's hard you, not to do that. You drive it in real deep and you give it a little flick and you just lay into the throttle and oh my <laughs> just God, dra- just dude, drag it through the corner. <laughs> what is, I mean, it shouldn't be as good as it is. Yeah. And it like. It's hard not to drive it like an asshole. It's, it's just so much fun. It's kind of peppy. Like it sounds like you're going a it million wants, miles. It an wants hour. to, yeah. It wants and like to. the engine isn't the most boring thing in the world, no, and the fun. steering feel is like shockingly good. <laughs> like it's actually kind of a fun car to drive. I could totally see why people turned the manual like SVTs into track cars. Oh, for sure. The car is a fun little chassis. For a Ford. Yeah. Jess was genuinely not thrilled about me buying this. 
like genuinely not happy. Because <coughs> I, I, I mean, I didn't talk to her about it. I just said it was one of those things where she looked outside and realized the truck was hooked to the trailer <laughs> and went, "What are you doing?" Hold on, it's something for Booney. She knew better. I was like, "Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm going to Adams. I'm gonna get that. Get that focus. I'm, 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 I'm gonna go to this guy's house. I'm gonna get this focus." <laughs> and uh, she, she goes, "What do you mean?" I was like, well, "New daily driver." Uh huh. <laughs> What's this gonna cost? I was like, "Well, not, not much. Nothing, practically." Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be like the cheapest car ever. Uh huh. <laughs> and then and then I come home and I like I was like, "Jess, it drove on the trailer. It's fine." What do you want from? Yeah, me? it's it's a running and driving car. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got it to go to the speed limit. Have for, you, has she ridden in it? Oh God! No. Do you think she ever will? Oh God, no! <laughs> It'll be one of those things. She's kind of come around to the idea of me driving it to and from work every day. Like I'm pretty sure my the last dog we had when I was in high school. Yep. My dad just like acquired one day, and I'm pretty sure my mom was like so upset with it. She we had that dog for ten years. Yep. And I don't think she ever touched it on purpose. <laughs> like, is it going to be one of those deals? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Like she'll be mad that it, if I park it in the garage. Yeah, yeah. She was she was not thrilled that I that I got it. <laughs> I, I was like, Jess, it's, it's even, even if it blows up in like a week, it's not unpresentable. No, it's fine. I mean, the hood's a different, a slightly different color. We can do something stupid with it because I don't remember who crashed it. I'm pretty sure it was Katie. It might have been me though. <laughs> I don't remember. No, it was me. What'd that you, was totally my fault. What'd you do? We were on Army Post Road okay, yeah. here in Des Moines. Yep. Um, and uh, I think Logan was in the backseat. He was like one okay. or less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was crying, and Katie was like trying to deal with it, and I was very distracted. And um, it was raining, uh-huh. and there was a truck in front of me, and I locked them up oh, right into and them. just right into their hitch. And oh, there was absolutely no damage to their vehicle whatsoever. And so I was like, well, crumpled your hood. Thanks, bye. And that was the end of it. That's good. And so we, I think, you know, Katie's now stepdad put a hood and a grill on it. Yeah. They, think, they kind of fit. Fine. Yeah, it's close enough. Oh, and I replaced the headlights because one was broken. The light bulbs, just the bulbs. One one was burned out. Yeah, that's fine. I yeah. use I use the eBay gift kind card. Kind of hard to get out. Kind of pain in the dick. It's a real pain in the dick because I've replaced. You want to know what makes it even a bigger pain in the dick when you go to LEDs because they're like twenty dollars, right. and then they they have that extra little fan on the end. Oh god! So that that that, that little extra room doesn't. It really was work. so <laughs> frust. I remember replacing <laughs> one. I think I replaced the driver's side. That one was still good. And I think I have the other one still. And I nah, throw it away. Doesn't matter. I struggled so much to replace the one. I was like, I'm not fucking doing the other side. <laughs> that, yeah. That, well, the worst part was I get it done, and then I test it, <laughs> and they had them wired backwards. Oh, that's right. So it so like the driver's side was a low beam, while the passenger side was a high beam. No. Oh. So it, like they were opposite of each other. Like yeah. the passenger side was correct, and the, yeah. so I just had pulled swap the terminals or whatever. But it was. I had a really bad week with electronics, apparently, because Adam Jabay thinks that we have to have rain lights in our, our in, uh, race cars. in our race cars, which he's probably not wrong. But so I order a brand new FIA rain light. Yeah, and it gets here, and I get the instructions. And you know, it's pretty fucking straightforward. You, the white wire goes to ground, 
the black wire goes to the rain light switch, and the red wire goes to the brake light switch, if you want to use it as a brake light. Right. Three wires. Pretty, yeah. Pretty fucking straightforward. Yeah. So I wired, wired it in, as, I sh- as you should, get it all set up exactly how I want it. I spliced it into my brake lights, got it wired to go to the switch so I can use it as rain light, got it grounded, exactly as it should be. Yep. Uh, the only thing I didn't do was add a fuse, because I'm an idiot. I mean... So then I go to use it, and now I don't have any brakes lights at all. Oh, good. <laughs> so it, well, there's a short in the module. Of course And it was. shorted out my everything. Bra- my everything. Like, I completely lost everything. Nice. And, it, and guess what also is not fused? My brake light circuit in the 350Z. It goes through the ABS module. Oh, God. Luckily, I don't use that. But I, so I had to wire in the switch separately as just a switch now. So, are you using it as a brake light? I was going to use it as a brake light and a rain light. Okay, so then it would be on, and it gets brighter when you push the brakes, or when it's when it's on, it does it. It's not a brake light. It, it works either as a brake light or a rain light. or a rain light. Okay, so the switch would turn it on as a rain light. Okay, um, so so I pulled it out. I fixed all the wiring in the car. So then I go and test it the exact same way they have shown in their instructions. Because like they have a, a picture of the rain light in a tub of water, and it's hooked up to a 9-volt battery. And then you can see in the picture, it's got the ground wire to the negative of the battery, and the red wire is to the um, positive of the 9-volt the battery. It really upsets me that they use two red leads, but okay. Yeah. Two red alligator leads, which is really upsetting. Or that they use black, white, and red, and black isn't ground. Um, what? Yeah, white is ground. Look on on the instructions. Get the fuck out of here, Robbie. Black goes to the rain light switch. No. This this is, this is the instructions. Those sons of bitches. Red, brake light switch. Black, rain light switch. Shield, which is basically a white or gray wire. Ground. That that is. Um, you are seeing the same diagram I am. I'm not okay with that. I agree. And I wired it this exact way. <sighs> I even tested it. So I did it. I have a battery sitting outside because I don't want my battery to freeze in my trailer. So I, yeah, I bring it yeah. in the garage. Yeah. So uh, I, I go and connect it to the exact same way as it's shown in this picture. And only three rows of LEDs light up. It starts to sizzle and smoke. Oh, no. So it's got a short inside the brand new module. Oh, no. And the company I bought it from has ignored all three of my emails. Weird. So this is what I get for buying brand new shit. So I got. I will call them actually tomorrow now that I think about it. <sighs> Fucking annoyed. So, I mean, just something that should have been so simple. Yeah. It, it's three. Where are you putting it? Right above my, right, right above my um, license plate. Oh, okay. So it's... Because I want to use my license plate still, and then just put it right above. That way, if I get uh, bump drafted, it's not getting hit. That's kind of my thought Spark. process there. Huh. Okay. Yeah. What is like just something that should have been so easy? Yeah. And it turned into just like this gigantic pain in the ass. Yep. I mean, it's it's clearly a fault within the module. Like it's it shouldn't be smoking from the LEDs <laughs> when it's hooked up exactly as shown in the nine volt battery. Right. I don't know, man. Yep. Don't get it. So, yeah. That's, uh, that's my mechanic troubles that I've been up to. It's I'll figure out the focus eventually. Um, the Z's way ahead of schedule. 
Oh. Oh. We're working on the MPO one. Okay. So we got uh, getting prepped. We got, uh-huh. we got a race coming up. Yeah, soon. you do. Like, like yeah, five, like like six yeah, weeks. It's the, it's the week <laughs> after Coda. Yep. Otherwise, I would probably be going to that, but I can't. Yeah. So we got uh, we were working on wrapping it. Me and Booney spent basically all day yesterday wrapping it. I did not didn't take a picture apparently. So or I didn't save the picture. What are you wrapping it? Can we can we discuss that or is that I think he is that private? Uh, he the posted fu- a picture. He did, but it's not really. I can't tell. I, mean, I want to base what I'm going to say based on what he's. Posted. That's fair. I get that because I don't want to give anything away. He doesn't want to share. Yeah, I get we, that. We, yeah, okay. Fair, so fair obviously the base, based on his picture, the base color is white. Yes, I knew. I could tell that. And then uh, he's at a livery that we're going to do. Means it's not not golf livery, which is really upsetting. No, nope, that was never an option. But he's got a, he's got a plan. It's always an option, Robbie. But yeah, so yeah, he's got a plan for it, and God, we got the so we got the livery ready to go. So we got most of it wrapped, a good chunk of it wrapped yesterday. The plan is to have it wrapped before the the weekend is over. So by the time you're listening to this, we should have the car wrapped. Uh, we have a list of things we need to have prepped before the first race, and uh, so yeah, it'll be th- that'll be the main focus for the next five weeks. You be working on it Saturday. Yeah, maybe we should. I might hit you up. I think, like, I think I'm going to be in Des Moines just doing stuff on oh, Saturday, perfect. Yeah. weather permitting. Of course. Which sounds like maybe I won't be. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to hit you guys up because I want to come see this thing. Yeah, I think the plan is to head over for sure tomorrow, which is Friday. And right. then uh, I, I think maybe Saturday and then Sunday I think was, was for sure. We were for sure doing something Sunday. So. Okay. Yeah, my, my plans might get shifted to Saturday anyway. Okay. Yeah, so we were working on that. Getting getting a lot of progress. Weird how fast wrapping can go when you have two people and you're not struggling by yourself. And you're probably using better vinyl? Question mark. Yeah, it's Avery. It's it's good stuff. Yeah. It's it's a little it's a little thicker, but this is it's, it's, it's probably more forgiving. It's definitely more forgiving. A lot easier to work with. There's a lot of weird shapes on that car too, though, isn't there? Yeah, we didn't even bother trying to do a bunch of like panels in one piece which is like we're gonna make a seam here and we're gonna do a seam here yeah. because <laughs> fuck, it's, fuck a race that. Car. <laughs> it's a race car yep. so i think it's got like a real carbon uh, it's probably not carbon is it but like a real diffuser and yep. like everything's fiberglass that thing is it's so good that's cool yep so we gotta I need to see this thing in real life yep. get the seat molded get, get a lot of stuff reinforced because like the car's not was never intended as an endurance car when right. I first designed it. So right. there's, there's a lot of stuff. It's a sprint racing car. Yeah, so it needs, it needs some reinforcement on some stuff to make it last right, long t- long endurance races. Right. So, yeah, we got a pretty decent list of things we need to get done. But, um, yeah, first race should be coming up in about almost less than two months. Crunch time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's funny when, like, Booney and I are the same way. Like, we're not chatty at all. You guys just work? We just work all fucking day. Like, it's just like 10-second conversation. Yeah. Work. 10-second conversation. Work. Just It's just two <laughs> two dudes silently working for like six hours. Uh, I'm totally not that guy. <laughs> and then he then he goes to me. He's like, what time, how, what, how long do you want to do this? I was like, I don't know, man. We got to get this wrapped. <laughs> so I just keep going. He's like, man, I'm getting hungry. So we, so we went and got pho. Yeah. I've never had pho. You're right. It's fucking good. My only complaint was that I ordered duck pho, and the duck had bones in it. It was kind of a pain in the ass. Well, that would be difficult, the way that you consume that. Yeah, with chopsticks. Because you can't, like, just pick it up and... 
I'd, yeah, so I'd pick it up. And you then can't like, eat it like a like a wing. Like a chick- I had to. Like I, a buffalo wing. Yeah, so I was disappointed. Like, I just wanted I wanted duck meat. I didn't want. Yeah, duck, I didn't want duck bones. Absolutely, you want duck meat. It was delicious. Don't get me I wrong. I bet it was. That is something I would be okay with. Yeah, fa. fa I bet good. I would enjoy that much more than the place that you have drugged me to with him. Eatery? Yeah. Yeah. There's. I mean, we went to fa. I can't think of the number. It's it's a restaurant yeah. down by Tony Morrow's. Right. And uh, yeah, they had Thai food, Chinese food, Vietnamese food. So I mean, there's there's a lot of options. It was yeah. good. Really good. Yeah. Best crab rings I've ever had in my life. Huh. But yeah, so we got uh, the MPO ones well on its way. And by the time this is, by the time you are listening to this, we should be hopefully almost completely wrapped, if not completely wrapped, and then start focusing on drivability and reliability. Cool. Hell yeah. Speaking of race cars, or how far are we into this thing? We're only an hour and a half in. Oh, I got like a we short got, little oh, thing. We got all so. night, man. No, we don't. <laughs> we really don't. No, we don't. Uh, but speaking of race cars, so my dad is a crazy man. He's a very difficult human being. <laughs> uh, love him as I may. Uh, he seems pretty easy going. I, I... Yeah, so he sold. He had this like 64 or something like that Catalina. Okay. 62, 63, 64 Catalina. I don't know. Big body car, which I was not a big fan of. That's what he kind of ended the season with. Okay. I wasn't the biggest fan of it, but I'm like... Yeah, I remember that. I've really... He listens to this, so whatever. Uh, but I'll say it anyway. Um, like In the last like year to year and a half, he's really been up and down, left and right, on what he wants to drag race. Okay. And I've kind of tried to stay out of his decision making process. And and he's he's still dedicated to drag racing. Yes, he's, he he's wants, not interested in no, anything else. He wants else. to drag race. Okay. And I get that he wants I I It's his discipline. That's yeah. what he, that's and that's it, his focus. He's, yeah. And he's done it forever. Yeah, he has done it forever. And like, dude, it's so fucking cheap. Relative. No. Drag racing is not cheap. It's so cheap. No, not, there's nothing cheap about any racing. Here's the thing. If you're bracket racing, you could take the focus and be a competitive bracket racing drag oh, Okay, racer. okay. And it's and he, like... And he bracket races. Yeah, and it's like $40 for a night. Okay. Like, it's so cheap, it's making, it's making a lot more sense. It's so cheap. Okay. It's dumb. That makes so much sense. It's stupid. And there'll be like... 400 people watching you on a random Saturday night. That's like dirt track racing. Yeah. The guys that get like $2,000 purses on. So like the racetrack, the racetrack that's closest to my dad, um, which, so my dad lives east of Cameron. Missouri. Missouri. No, right Missouri. On, right on Interstate 35. Yeah, in Missouri. Uh, west of Cameron, about 10 or 12 miles, is the drag strip. Oh, so like it's right That's there. Nice. Yes, yeah, right there. That's convenient. Like he's, a, it's literally across the street from the place that he works at. Like oh wow, like he, it's he could work on a Friday. Uh, Papa's skipping a jump and he's there at the intersection where you turn left to go into the terminal that he works at. If you turn right, you go to the drag strip. <laughs> like it's literally across the street. That's that's perfect. So um. They have a drag strip and a circle track. And on Friday nights, it's drag racing. And on Saturday nights, it's circle track racing. And the guy that owns that place, that's his full-time job. And he's been making a living doing that for 45 years or whatever. Like, you know, he's got a thing going there. Clearly. And, like, we went there and watched some random Friday night drag racing. It's all – it was bracket racing. It wasn't 
uh, like a special event or anything like that. It was just a random night, and the stands were real full. Oh, shit. And this was a, like relatively the height of COVID, which didn't really exist in Cameron, Missouri. The, the previous height. <laughs> right. That's fair. 2020. Height. Yeah, 2020 peak. Yeah. So, but like nobody cared in Cameron, Missouri. No. But anyway, um, yeah, like I get that he, he wants to drag race and that's fine, but I've kind of been trying to stay out of his decision-making process because I don't want him to buy something because he thinks that I like it and then not be happy with it because I know that he desperately wants me to come and race with him more often than I do or can. Okay. And I'm worried in my head that he'll buy a car that I want in an effort to make me show up more often. So he's going to buy your inheritance early so that it's a car that you want. No, there's a zero. No matter what he ended up buying, uh-huh. there's a 0% chance that he'll own it when he dies. Fair if enough. he dies like at a like at a regular uh, expected expected life. life like of natural causes, there's a zero percent chance he'll die with whatever he ended up buying. Fair because he's my dad, <laughs> and it's probably already listed, and he's had it home for twenty four hours. <laughs> so what do you buy? So when I was four years old, and we were going to drag racing events every single weekend. Uh, my dad built this tube chassis, 62 Pontiac Tempest, which we've talked about. Uh, Since like episode one. A couple of times. Yeah, I think we talked about it. Uh, episode three. Yeah, I think episode three was where we talked about like what, how we got here type of thing. But like, it's a wild car. And we talked about it at length with my dad when he came on the show with us that one time. Um, but he sold that car like probably almost, if not over 20 years ago. Right. Uh, as a rolling chassis to a guy in Georgia. Fast forward to last year, earlier, well, earlier in this year, my dad had sold that altered thing that he had and was trying to um, figure out what he wanted to buy next. And he put out some feelers on some Facebook pages or something like that. Like, hey, this is my old car. Just kind of want to know if it's still out there, if anybody knows what happened to it, whatever. And somehow my dad came across the guy that had the car. Yes. Which, unbeknownst to me until this week, was the guy he sold, sold it, it to. to. No shit. So technically, it's a two-owner car. <laughs> That's amazing. Which is hilarious to me. But so um, my dad and him kind of talked a little bit. They had agreed on a price like six months ago. And then for whatever reason... Uh, and again, I tried to stay out of this decision-making process as much as I could because I'm a much more sentimental and emotional human being than my dad is. I can see that. And so I didn't want him to buy that car because I have an emotional attachment to it. Right. So I really tried to stay out of it. And he ended up not buying it. He bought a car that I did not like nearly as much. Uh, yep. Uh, I don't understand why people want to drag race full body cars, like full size cars. I don't get it. Uh, I don't think they look good as race cars. It's just not my thing. No. But like people were crazy about this car for whatever. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> doesn't matter. Uh, fast forward to here a few months ago, my dad sold it. And then he told me here a couple of weeks ago, he said, I can't get the Tempest out of my head. The Tempest is the original car, the right. car that he built when I was a little kid. He said, I can't get this car out of my head. Ever since I made contact with the guy who has it, it's been in the back of my head. It keeps coming back to me. The price that he is selling it. So 
my dad was looking for something that he could maybe turn into a gasser. And the problem was that everything he was finding um, was that, like, they were rollers that needed, that were, like, say, twelve dollars to $15,000, but needed a $10,000 motor. Right. Or they were $30,000 cars. Which, yeah, which which is what you'd expect them to be. I mean... Right, which... But my dad just, like, couldn't get his head around spending fifteen grand on a roller and couldn't get his head around spending thirty grand on a running car. And I don't blame him. And so, whatever the price, which I'm not going to disclose because it's none no, of my no, business. Nobody's business. I do know yeah. what it is, but it doesn't matter. Nope. The price that they agreed on uh, before, bef- when my dad ended up backing out on buying it, was a really reasonable price. Okay. Because uh, my dad was real, was, like... He, Worried that this guy was like, oh, this is the car that this guy built 20 years ago. I'm going to slap a $50,000 price tag on it. Fuck that guy. And like came up with a totally reasonable number. And my dad just couldn't get it out of his head. Yep. And so he ended up, like he called me up one day and he goes, what are you doing the weekend of New Year's Eve? And I said, I don't have any nothing real plans. Like normally we're supposed to go to Katie's dad's house for Christmas, but there's some other reasons we're not going to do that this year. Yep. Um, and I was like, so I don't really have any plans. And he's like, do you want to go to Georgia and get a car? And I was like, yeah, that car. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to Georgia and we're buying that car. And I was like, you're not fucking with me right now. Are you <laughs> like, don't do this to me, dude. Yep. And he's like, no, we're, I'm buying. And he ended up, him and my uncle ended up going down there this week. Uh, they drove straight through the night. It's a twelve-hour drive from that's, my dad's. Yeah, house. that's what you do when you go to Georgia for a car. You right. just drive. Yeah, they you drove straight there, picked the car up at like nine o'clock Wednesday morning, you turned s- around and headed home, and got home back to my dad's house at like eleven thirty or midnight last night. So the only thing they did wrong was that once they picked up the car, they should have gotten a very nice. Oh, fancy, they definitely they did not get a get very a nice steak. lunch. They or did something. not get a fancy steak. So just a big old tomahawk. That's what you need. Ugh, Jesus Christ! You love the tomahawks. I do. You're not wrong, Robbie. Adam loves a tomahawk steak. You're not wrong, Robbie. So uh, the car is sitting in my dad's shop in Hamilton, Missouri. Now it runs. That's good. Uh, this time he sold it with Sands motor. Yes. Uh, now he came back with motor. Is it the motor he wants? Um, it is most of the way to the motor. Like, if anything, it's more than the motor he wants. Okay. So when my dad sold it, it ran like a like a mid to low 10, like a 10 T to 10 20. Okay. Uh, quarter mile. Now it's allegedly a mid nine second car. So it's like a, almost a, probably almost a full second faster than it was before, which is a not... It's not an insignificant. It's amount. not an insignificant. It's like twenty to twenty-five mile an hour more, which is a pretty significant number. Um, so basically, it is a four fifty-five Pontiac, which is very important to my dad. Cool. It is not a big block Chevy, which is also very, very important. important to my dad. Uh, so, but it has like the best heads that money can buy for that for that engine. The engine is, uh, I think bored and stroked a little bit, or maybe just bored out a little bit. Uh, it is a full alcohol car right now, which is a gigantic pain in the ass. Apparently. So it's got like this huge vacuum scavenging pump because they, it puts a lot of water into the system. Oh, or a lot of, and and like you have to change the oil after every race weekend, which is so only, like if which my dad like, goes if my dad goes to the drag strip in Cameron, Missouri and makes 
five passes. Five, ten, not even ten second passes. He's got to put 40 or $50 worth of oil into this thing on Saturday Yikes. or Sunday before he can – like, that's dumb. Yeah. And and, he, and he's not, like, in it to win it at any cost. Well, you, you he's know. bracket racing, so it literally doesn't matter how fast you go. Yeah. It's also got a ton of electronics that it didn't have in it before. Um, okay. And it's got an air-shifted transmission in it. Neat. Right? That is neat. Right? I want to drive that. Right? Just I'll five tenths. I just want to feel Dude. that. I want to feel it. I'll bet that car will launch like nothing you've ever launched before. I believe that. When we my dad has made a few passes with that car at Heartland Park on a well prep surface. Like when we raced back in northwest Iowa, like what we thought was a good prep surface was not that good. Like Humboldt, Iowa and Marion, South Dakota are not track prep havens. That's fair. That's a, uh, probably a fair statement. And like that car, that car would leave hard. I mean, it's a full tube chassis car. The engine is way back. Like the, the cowl underneath the windshield yep. is removable so you can access the distributor because it's underneath the <laughs> basically underneath the dash that's crazy like and when you uh when you get in that car if i remember right the like the front of the seat is basically where the b pillar is like maybe a little bit forward of that but like when you're in the car sitting yep. down you're behind the b pillar oh yeah it's a full tube car Jeez. and so like it's a it's a ladder bar coil over suspension in the back. And like, I mean, it's set up to drag race, right? You know, it's so like that car will leave a standing start. Like nothing you have ever driven before. <laughs> yeah. You I want, and I, I want to feel, you that. know, yeah. Uh, and, and, uh, now it's going to be even dumber. I like, it. I like <laughs> and it a lot. So I think he's, he already called me today and he's like, He's like, what do you think about getting rid of the alcohol system? And he kind of explained it to me. And I was like, what do you lose? Like half a second? Like, is it worth the the hassle? It's, and then my dad doesn't know anything about running alcohol. He doesn't know anything about tuning carburetors on alcohol. Like, it's... I feel like it's a can of worms that he right. wouldn't want to chase. And and so I, I, I he's all... I think... And I couldn't agree more. Like, I, I, yeah, I'd be the out. same way. Just I, take I, it out. Screw it. So... But yeah, the, <laughs> I guess it came with a fiberglass deck lid and a fiberglass hood, but are, that are not painted. Okay. Um, so he has those. He can lighten the car up a little bit. It's not an especially heavy car, I don't think. But yeah, it's a wild little thing. And it's still got the same paint scheme as it's when he exactly sold it. Exactly the same. That's so the good. only thing that has changed is the engine and transmission. It actually still has the rear end that my dad sold it with twenty years ago. No shit. And then the guy resheet metaled the whole interior and it actually is much nicer than it was when my dad sold it. Wow, good for him. That's awesome. Inside. So the paint's a little tired because it's a twenty year old paint job. But um yeah, it's I mean it's it's all there. It's he could use the products from his petrol box to Shine that up. It's everything that I remember. Like, gets you right in the feels, dude. Like in <laughs> ways that I can't even begin to describe. Katie thinks I'm a fucking idiot. No, but like I almost went back down there this weekend. Like I'm not going to anymore. But like I told Katie flat out when I found out that Dad was, I was like, "We're going to my parents' house this weekend. I don't care." Hell yeah. I ended up I ended up changing my mind. I'm not yeah. gonna do it. But we will be there in January. There is 
a zero percent chance that I'm not going down there to see this car as soon as I can. Dude, that's so cool. Like, uh, you I ever, mean, did you ever drove? You know, I guess you're probably too young. No, you never I was drove it. Never anywhere close to old enough to be able to handle anything like that. So, but like my junior, my first junior dragster was painted exactly like that car, but flipped. So oh, that yeah. car, the front half is yellow and the back half is blue with the, and then it looks like, like it's ripped like it's tear. been ripped and tore and that exposes the other color underneath it. My junior was blue in the front and yellow in the back. The only major difference other than the flip is if I remember right, um the drag the car had like like an orange airbrushed outline around the tears that you can't really see in these pictures. And my like, junior did not. Okay. Yeah. See, so, and and the problem is it's kind of an older picture, and it's been it's a it's a well the picture you it's have a picture here, of a picture. Yeah, the picture you have here is is a picture from the Sheldon Car Show yep. when I was a child, fourteen. Like this was literally twenty years ago. I don't think you're even fourteen in that picture. No, I probably wasn't. No way. I started drag race. I want to say so. You could start when you were eight, but I didn't. I want to okay. say I was either 10 or 12. I want to say I was 10. And then I raced that car for two years. And then we bought the second one and my sister started driving that junior and I drove the other one for two more years and then skating took over. Yep. God, I miss skating. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right? Right? So, but yeah. That drag car, that Tempest, is like... I mean, that car, I probably wouldn't be the car guy I am today if that car didn't exist. Yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah, I've totally left the drag racing world. Like, it's not where I'm at. But, like, that car shaped what I am still. I'm disappointed that I won't be there when you get to see it again. Oh, dude. Because like, you'll be, you're going to have a moment. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. That's, that's going to be so good. Yeah, I I can't wait. I was actually like, he asked me like, "Do you want me to wait for you?" Like, because I couldn't take more time off. Right. So he's like, "Do you want me to wait?" And I, I told him no, but I really kind of wish that I would have been able to go. Yeah, that been that been super cool. It'd been cool to see his moment when he's when he sees it. You know, yeah. Because if, if he's not quite as attached to cars as anyone that like. Like you, for example, I'm, I'm not convinced that he's not. I just think he might be better at hiding it because the fact that he went back to I mean, it. He still he drove 12 hours to buy that car, which yeah, it's a really good price. And like honestly, he could turn around and sell it right now and make money on it. The only reason that he bought that guy did not list it. Right. My dad reached out to him and said like, "Would you be interested in selling it?" And he put a price on it, but he said, "I'm not trying to sell it." But like I, I, I guess he hadn't used it in a year or two. So that's the time to. And he start, had another car. He had another Firebird. He was trying to build. And so yeah, so that, they'll give him motivation to finish the Firebird. And yeah, they have the I, money. Yep, I get it. So I don't know. I I can't. I cannot describe how excited I am that this car is back in my life. That's so cool. Yeah. So that's the car he flipped. Oh, wrecked like flip. That's the car that yeah. That's the car that he uh, that the rear end locked up and he put it on the roof. Oh shit! Um, that's the second paint job. Okay, I'd have to dig real hard, but I do have a picture of the first paint job. Again, it's a picture of a picture. Of course. 
from but, 25 years ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was basically Logan's age when that car was built. Okay. Originally. Yeah, it's 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 super cool, and it's and it's really cool that 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 car didn't change in the last twenty years. Like, I mean, improvements, but not like right. The like ch- it's still. It's, it's, uh, drag racing cars are so much cooler. From like drag cars from twenty years ago are the coolest cars. Well, look at what's going to be at Lime Rock for Grid Life. Well, yeah, but none but, of them look like that. Not like none that, of them have that insane. That is the that's like mini truck and paint. Yes, that is a proper. It's so job. good, dude. I love it. Someone spent good money and time and talent to get that paint. My job. dad handed the guy who painted that in the car and said, "No greens, no pinks." Surprise me. Oh, and so that's good. how it came back to us. And there was green on it. Have we told that story? Did he tell that story? I th- I I remember the story. So the air cleaner on that. Underneath the hood, underneath the uh, hood scoop, on the carburetor that was on the car, it's obviously not there anymore. Right. Uh, <clears throat> talk about that off the podcast, actually. <laughs> uh, it, it's the the air filter is like six inches tall. Yes. Right. So they they probably taped where the top of the air cleaner was, and then pulled it off, pulled that stud that sits in the carburetor out, and painted that lime green. <laughs> no and pinks, so, no greens. Like so, my dad didn't see that that was lime green until way later, six months later or whatever. You know, <laughs> like oh, you son of a bitch. That's the way to do it. So, but yeah, we didn't know. And the first paint job was wild and strange too. Like it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't anything normal. But yeah, we didn't know what we were getting when he got it back. That's so cool. Yeah, and it turned out. Great, yeah, it's one of the coolest things. So, I I think we'll have that car at Heartland Park if there's a drag racing, uh, like a test and tune style thing. That'd be so good. I, I hope they do. I really hope they this do. year, which from the sounds of it, that is the intention. Um, and I think that car will be there to make some passes, which is going to be the best day of so, my life. So good. So yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to see that. Yeah, should be cool. Nice. I think we did a show. We did a show. All right. We'll remind everybody to uh, plan ahead for next year and use uh, Apex Pro for all of your on-track data acquisition and uh, coaching needs. Um, so ApexTrackCoach.com. I got to put one of these in the drag cards. See what kind of data? acceleration G it pulls. Yeah, that'd be great. We've got spares. I know. Take one. I, we will, I will definitely have to take one. And if you Just ran it like... If you're a winner in mid-div this year, uh-huh. get a free one. Boom! But uh, if you didn't go to mid-div, you missed out. You missed out big. So I have, we have six Apex Pros in my house. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably more than Apex Pro has. Uh, three of them are Gen 1s, though. Oh, okay. No. Five of them are Gen 1s. Oh. So... The, winner, the winner's got Gen 1s. I can't blame him. No, absolutely not. But uh, I'm hoping to team up with them, not only with the podcast, but also with Midiv as well. So that'd be a, if you're running Midiv, you could also potentially have a chance to win that. Or if you already have an Apex Pro, we could have some other prizes, I'm hoping. You need an Apex Pro sticker on that NPO one somewhere. I would agree. I would agree. I have some I have some stickers we should slap on there. Yeah. But yeah, if you want to uh, get a hold of Andrew and either get you know learn more about data, the app is free. It is... We are... It is our official motor, 
It's our official motorsports app. Right. There it is. Apex Pro is our official motorsports app. It's the if you want to just use the lap timer, kind of like how you would use a Harry's lap timer or any of those other free ones, Apex Pro is free. And that'll kind of give you an idea of some of the data points that you can use and just kind of get get a feel for what's available. And then when you pair it with the unit or the OBD2 module, get endless amounts of data for the cheapest uh, data to price level. Apex Pro is the best value. And then you can get an even cheaper value when you use our code, 1010s. ApexTrackOats.com. All right, you told me before we started the show that you were going to really oh, upset some people. I did. We got a hot take. I almost forgot about the hot take. It's Christmas. So <coughs> every year people like to argue about this. Uh-huh. And I think the reason it's a hot take for me is probably not what everyone's going to expect. Okay. So Adam. Yeah. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? You give your hot take first, Robbie. I think our hot takes are very similar. I don't have a fucking clue. I've never seen it. (laughs) (laughs) I have never sat down. Well, okay. I shouldn't say I've never sat. I don't remember ever sitting down and watching it start to finish. Not. Yeah. Nope. Never. I have definitely caught bits and pieces and I might, that is a totally a, movie that my dad would watch yep so i probably watched it when i was five yep this is this but is what i don't because we only had one tv in our house so like whatever dad was watching is what all of us were watching yep so i'm sure i've seen it but i don't recall it yep no jess jess's family like big into action movies her dad always yeah, liked yeah. that stuff so like she's seen it countless times uh-huh and every year it gets around christmas like we're gonna watch die hard i'm like I, I guess i've never seen it what? Just we went over this last year. I didn't. I didn't see it then. I haven't seen it still. But it's bo- available on like Peacock ev- or something everywhere. like that. Like I, it, we just didn't get around to it this I year. But like we were rapping at because the, the the cards actually at Tony Morrow Collision because yeah. Boone's got a good relationship with Tony Morrow. Yeah, and so we're over there uh, the other day and we're just rapping and and Tony comes in doing his thing, you know, bullshit with us for a little bit and go back do his thing, and uh, Boone made a comment about. A quote from the movie, and I, I was like, I knew the quote, and then it was like Yippee Kaye, motherfucker, and you know, was, you know, everyone knows that quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, I was like, is that like, is that like a new like, what's that from, man? I've I've never heard that before. Just like you know, just poking. Oh, poke the bear, just, absolutely. Just poking him, and he's like, what do you, what do you mean you've never seen it? And I was like, I don't know, man, I've never seen. It. And then, so he's like getting Tony, and then uh, I don't know the other guy's name. He's who's working there. He's like, I assume Tony's roughly Booney's age. No, he's, he's a, bit, a bit older. Right, but he's not like 22. No, no. <laughs> like, he's, 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 he has a, he's a very successful body shop, like one of the biggest body shops in Des Moines. Yep, and a, and a powder coating company. Yeah, he's, like he's, he's a very successful individual. He's done a, like a, a bunch of like high-level racing stuff. Like Oh, really? Yeah, like NASCAR stuff. Oh, like, so interesting. Just, that'd be a good person to talk to. Interesting. Because you know, he keeps coming in and like, telling us about, like, oh, yes, you know, talking to, like when we were racing with so-and-so, I was like... <laughs> What? The NASCAR driver? <laughs> oh yeah, and this other guy. Okay, <laughs> just there's like that's a, yeah, yeah. He's such a cool guy, um, but he's so he when he goes to him like for backup, and he's like, I don't know, I've never seen it. <laughs> and, then, and then unbelievably, the other co- coworker had seen it either. Oh, so Boone no. is outnumbered three to one. Oh, no. <laughs> he had no idea how to respond to it, the fact that 
he was the only person in that room that had seen Die Hard. <laughs> I would count it as I've never seen it. I've seen bits and pieces. Yep. And I like I know the plot points. Yeah. I have no I've nothing against it. It's never it's just never had a chance. I'm sure it's a I've great never movie. taken the time to I'm sit sure down I would thoroughly it. enjoy it. Yeah. I'm I've not I'm sure I'd enjoy it. I just haven't watched it. I'll watch it eventually. I did see the when it came out, I watched Live Free or and Die Hard or Live Free and I don't know whatever it's called Live Free and Die Hard okay. the, the newer one. Oh, like I didn't know that episode was episode four one. or whatever. So I've seen that one. Okay, once was it terrible? It was fine. Oh, okay. I, I only watched it once, so okay. I mean it wasn't that good. Huh. But I Do you know what like old action movie that's I think in a similar vein to Die Hard that I think came out at roughly the same time that I love to watch. Okay. True Lies. That's a great one. That movie is awesome. That's a great movie. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Tom Arnold. Oh my god, it's so funny. I. It's been a long time since I've seen that, but yeah, it's, it's, it's very good. It's a good movie. That one, and then I had never seen it. It was one of those movies my mom and dad had, and then hid it from me because I was a child and they wouldn't let me watch it. Yeah, yeah. Jess and I watched Wild Things for the first time ever. Okay. It was really good. <laughs> like, it came out like 20 years ago and I we finally watched, watched it. We watched Porky's this weekend. Great movie. <laughs> Fucking great. <laughs> that was our family Christmas this year. We watched Porky's. That's awesome. Yeah. I didn't make him watch 30 Days a Night this year. Oh. I know. That's a Christmas movie. I, I, I understand it doesn't take place over Christmas. It's in the winter in the snow. I but it. It, I get it. I know where you're angling. Yep. It's my snowstorm movie. So, all right. Let's shut it down, Robbie. Yep. I will we'll catch everybody next week.